And I think it's just the beginner's kit. Because this is a different adventure than the Game Masters. Anyway. There's that for you as well. I do feel like I should pick up the dice for this at some point. Everything else for the system. (laughs) All right. Put a little Dropbox link that includes some um, pretty like simple, reference. like quick reference things yeah. that you can just load the PDF up and go. Ah, that's how I roll. Oh, this subconflicts generally work. Yep. For the most part, the dice system itself is pretty straightforward. You grab one of these dice. Just one. You get one. Just one. You get one, okay. <laughs> and you're gonna like it. You'll notice there are effectively three symbols you're looking for. There is this guy. Gotta look these up to That's sure success. Right. That's success. The flowering lotus is an advantage. If I remember right. Opportunity, that's what it's called. Yep, opportunity in this system. Okay. Oh, yeah, here yeah, so this this little um, you know, Oroboros sperm thing <laughs> here. That's success. Okay. And then we have explosive success, which looks like this. This symbol right here. Do you see it's multiple Sperm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. not the yeah, it's got like it's, yeah. the three. Regular success, spinning. explosive success. And then we've got opportunity, which looks like this, which is the puckering butthole. <laughs> this, uh, this is about to remember this simple so, yeah. That's what it translates to. Yeah. yeah. And then strife is what looks like a little a heart or, pit or like a flame or something mm-hmm. like that, you see? Right there? Again, from that angle, it looks like a heart. That's strife? Right. Yeah, that's strife. You will be rolling these dice, and you will be able to select which ones you want to keep. So you may have a pretty sizable roll, but you might only be hanging on to three of them. These, the D6, the black ones, are ring dice, right? Mm -hmm. These correspond to the values that you have in your rings, which represent sort of like the basic... In a, in a kind of a mystical style, like the elements of your character, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Earth being the sort of like patient, pragmatic, patient, okay. like yep. resistance kind of things. Mm-hmm. Water being adaptability and flexibility. Fire being aggression and action and stuff like that, right? So mm-hmm. those are those are those elements of your character that reflects the sort of elemental potential of those care of, of your of your personality and your abilities, right? So, if I had, like, a one in air, I'd get one of these. If I had a two in earth, I'd get two of these. Does that make sense? So, that's that's ring dice. And then you've got skill dice, which are these, right? Um, you'll have a certain amount of ranks in them, and that's how many dice you're adding to the pool, right? And then, normally what Steven will do, and stop me if I'm... If, uh, Keep going. Imposing. Speaking of, keep going. Um, <laughs> Stephen will say, like, okay, like, well, this is a air meditation check or whatever it is. Like a, a simple one, I would start with because everybody loves combat. Is the like martial arts unarmed? 
That's that's the skill, right? Mm-hmm. And then you would, um, based on what you're trying to do, like the form the action is taking, mm-hmm. it would be a certain ring. Does that yep. make sense? So if in the martial arts example, if you were just like unleashing fury, just going straight in, that's, that's fire. fire. If you're taking that more like patient approach where you're kind of like watching your opponent and looking more to react to what they're doing, that would be earth. Right. Uh, and so he'll tell you that, what kind of check that is, right? And then the like the target number basically is what you're looking for, right? The number of successes. Yeah. And then you'll roll these together. And so I've got one success, I've got explosive success, and a strife there. And basically it's like um, the other narrative dice system, Genesis, where you just kind of like figure out what that means. Yep. Right. And you can choose to be like, all right, I only need one success. I'm going to ignore the explosive success and the strife. Just pull that out of there. I've got the one I need. I'm good to go. I don't have to worry about dealing with the strife. Strife is the character's kind of inner emotional turmoil. Once that hits a peak, uh, the character effectively can kind of like break the mask that society has given you. Um, And that comes with its own good and bad side of things. Uh, Once you hit that moment, you can do things that you normally wouldn't within the context of society. Um, Maybe it's speaking out to a uh, higher higher rank. Yeah, somebody who outranks you without good reason or good, you know, backup for it. But it needs to be said because you're, you know, you're literally being effectively sent to your deaths in what's going on in there's no polite way or there's no proper way to inform them what they are doing is going to kill everybody and not result in what they want. However, in doing so, you're probably going to take some hits to honor, glory, or both. Effectively, yes, you did a good thing in unmasking, but in doing so, society looks on you a little differently. Um, And that's definitely something I want to start with this foundation for Legend of the Five Rings. This is based on Japanese culture, on a lot of that stuff, but it is not Japan. Whatever you've got from there might not perfectly translate. Whatever you understand might not perfectly translate. Um, The quickest and simplest thing I can think of is in Rokugan, they don't have that same uh, expectation of the sexes doesn't matter if you are male, female, other. You can do what any citizen of Rokugan can do. There is no, oh, you are you are female, therefore you should be doing this mentality. So a little bit more um, clarification. Just and I'm mm. and I'm I'm uh, this stuff is rich. Reminding myself dense. about <laughs> this stuff as well. Mm. Right. Um, when you roll your dice, right, and you're you're looking at, so you've assembled your pool, right? You've got your ring and your skill, right? And you you can also um, you roll that, okay, and you'll get a result like that. It's nothing, and that's an explosive success. Right? There might be advantages and disadvantages that cause rerolls, mm-hmm. right? They'll say something like, "In this circumstance, you get to reroll two dice." 
If that were the case, I'd get to take both of these and re-roll. But that's choice, right? Mm -hmm. Then I would choose a number of dice up to the ring to keep. So you don't get the whole thing. Mm -hmm. You get keep. the maximum is your ring, right? So if I roll two dice, but the ring I'm using is was one, I only get to keep one of these dice. Mm -hmm. Make sense? The explosive successes, you can roll one extra die of the type on which it appears and choose to keep or drop it. Does that make sense? So there's explosive success on that, so it means I can roll another one of these. And so oh, I can man, choose to yeah. keep it or drop it. Oh, I'm going to drop this, obviously, because it didn't do anything for me. When you, as Stephen said, when you roll a strife, you receive one strife per, you know, strife symbol that you see. When you get the uh, puckering bottle, the opportunity, you can spend that to do certain things. Like there, there may, you may have an opportunity to use a technique that you have on your character. Like it'll say, spend one of these to do X or Y, right? Or it may be like, um, I'm going to inflict a critical strike because I have this many opportunities available or blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It can also be used to cancel strife out. That makes sense. Yeah. So if you don't use it to, you know, modify the success of your thing, you can just use it to ignore strife, right? Because it sort of cancels out one to one. And basically, you're looking at um, the total number of successes and explosive successes, because these count as successes. They just get you. You can also roll an extra dice at the same time. Does that make sense? So right here, looking at this result, I have one success. And if that is equal to or greater than the target number that, will st that Stephen will put together, mm -hmm. then you've succeeded. Does that make sense? Alright, that's most of the straightforward. Um, yeah, just a quick rundown of the rings so you can kind of have those in your mind again. Um, air represents graceful, cunning, precise action and personality. Earth represents uh, steady, thorough, grounded approaches, cautious consideration. Fire is ferocity, direct intervention. Um, it's explosive, intense. It's also innovative. Taco Bell. Yep. Makes sense. Water is adaptable, powerful, perceptive. Um, it's a more balanced... A reversible approach to whatever you're trying to do. And finally, void represents that sort of zen flow state. Um, it is removing yourself as a person from the equation and looking at it as a whole. Uh, it is that more transcendent, um, enlightened approach. I am, you know, like, I, I am one with the universe, basically. Like, I don't exist necessarily as an entity in and of myself. I'm part of the energy of the world and that mm -hmm. kind of thing, right? It's, you know, enlightenment and... and or Buddhist. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's exactly, yeah. Very Buddhist-driven. All right. You'll also have a couple of derived attributes if you go to your character sheet at the bottom. Um, these are your endurance, composure, focus, and vigilance. 
These get used in a number of different ways. Endurance is effectively your character's physical stamina, your ability to kind of fight fatigue. Um, that ends up equal to your earth plus fire multiplied by two, and we'll go over this again, but just to give you a feeling as you're building a character, if I want somebody who can endure hardships, what should I be looking for in terms of boosting certain areas? Composure is your uh, kind of mental and um, or ability to handle mental and emotional strife. Uh, that's what your strife will eventually build up to until you hit a point of breaking and potentially unmasking, becoming compromised. Uh, focus is kind of like reaction speed. It's how quickly you can deal with what's going on. Um, it's a little bit of initiative as well. That sort of, in the right moments, you're like, I'm already focused and paying attention. I'm the first one to act. Uh, that comes from fire and air. And then vigilance is kind of this general wariness. Um, again, a lot of these things can kind of feel like they stack on top of each other. I... Uh, an example that they give a character's vigilance sets the target number to catch them off guard as well as to deceive mislead or otherwise use rhetoric to manipulate them if they aren't actively paying attention it's kind of a passive perception if you will that's based on your air plus water divided by two because target numbers are pretty low I, outside of that there are void points um, these are effectively used to activate special abilities, not just magic, but certain katas, certain physical actions, certain rhetoric devices. It's kind of your character's special ability points, what you're capable of doing. Um, it can also lead you to do some kind of fun and interesting things. Uh, they give three examples. Seizing the moment. Basically, you know the right moment to act, when to kind of nudge things with a bold action. Um, yeah, let's see, character can spend one void point to roll an additional die, uh, of one of the ring dice, and add that into a pool, and subsequently keep one additional die during your actual choose step. So if you're like, this is big, my roll was borderline what I needed, I'm going to throw something else in there and see if that bumps me over. Uh, they also have things like Shatter and Parry. Um, this is that moment where when you are faced with death, you get to say, ha-ha, not today. Mm -hmm. um, so something that would normally kill you gives you a better chance to survive it. Um, and finally, yeah, the techniques and other abilities, certain techniques and character abilities require avoid point to use. So keep that in mind while interacting and building a character. Uh, finally, there are these kind of three dramatic focuses that samurai have to deal with, and honestly anybody in Rokugan, but especially for samurai. You have honor, which is your personal investment in the concept of Bushido. You have glory, which is uh, kind of society's view of your character's success, how well you have done in your actions. And then there is status, which is both kind of political sway as well as 
how you're interacting with the celestial mandate, which is that at the top of the gods, followed by the imperial family, followed by the families, yeah. followed by samurai. Where you were in the hierarchy. Yep. The Working folk hierarchy. and so on. Your caste. Yeah. Don't expect... It is, yeah. It's affected yeah. by your caste and stuff. Yeah. Rokugan is a very class-structured culture. Be- um, because it's, a, you know, it's an analog of feudal Japan. Japan. Right. Yeah. So you are definitely dealing with something where classism is going to be kind of forefront in a lot of the things we do and interact with. Um, as I mentioned, like you are samurai, that puts you above effectively everyone who works. So farmers, craftsmen, merchants. That means, according to the order of things, you can treat them as you please, but you are still followers of Bushido which implies there are certain elements of respect and sincerity that you are going to give them anyways. Yeah, one of, one of which uh, the Bushido sort of code values is to, like, you know, treat them well. Right. Yeah. And then, because yeah. You, are, you are their sort of... Protector. Protect, yeah, you're their protectors, and so you have a, you have a responsibility to sort mm-hmm. of to treat them well. Right. Yep. Jason, do you have any bandits? Bandits? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Unless Zoya's used all of them. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's kind of the general feel of society is that you are those who serve. You serve not only the gods, but also technically the people. You are there to protect them, um, sometimes from themselves. And then the people are there to work. They are there to provide for you and for themselves. And that is kind of just how it is. Yeah, wherever you are on the hierarchy, you've got you've got yeah people you serve, and then you've got people you shepherd at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, shepherds. You've got. You've got yeah. sort of this up and down, no matter where you are, right? Even if you're at, you know, even if you're in the government, basically, you still are, kind of, are technically serving the gods, right? Yep. You know, but everybody else is is subject to your whims, basically. Um, and this is a this is a um, if it hasn't been stressed enough, this is a fantasy Japan. Yes. Right. Yes. In that. Very clearly, um, they are borrowing things. mythology. They are borrowing bits of history right. with Myth- alteration. Mythology is real <laughs> in this case, like uh, Kappa demons and Oni and all that stuff like that. Those are actual things. Like it's not like now is is the average peasant going to have interacted with any of those things? No, but these things are real, and they ex- you know they exist. Like people have heard of the Shadowlands. Like that's bad. Bad top, bad, bad town, USA. <laughs> you know that's that's don't, we don't go there, yep. right? Um, and there, admittedly, there are also clans that will kind of break some of those expectations. Right. The crab clan exists along the border. Their regular peasants are like, yeah, we live next to the Shadowlands. We may have been conscripted to fight yeah. against them because a horde was coming. They're like the wall, right? Yeah, Game of Thrones style, right? Yeah. So. And, and yeah. so there you are also. <laughs> and religious, like, <laughs> ceremonies and... Um, Tradition. The lighting of, like, incense and, like, you know, these sort of, like, spiritual and uh, 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 actions, basically, like, have tangible real-world effects, mm-hmm. right? It's not like, you know, people are sort of... If, if you are a certain type of character, right... Your prayers and you know inc- intonations and incantations and all this stuff like that will actually produce like magical effects. Mm-hmm. It's not just 
a function of like spirituality or whatever. It's not just a belief. It's not just a yeah. belief. These, these things actually do manifest. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the final aspect, especially for samurai, is your ninja versus your giri. This is your desire versus your duty. Well, sorry, it's duty and desire, desire. respectively. Yes. Ninjo is duty. Right, that's what you have to do. Let's see, like, other way around. Ninjo is desire. No, Giri is desire, isn't it? Have I got that wrong? Yep. Okay, forget what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but hierarchy, yes. But hierarchy, yes. Yeah. Duty then. Desire. Your duty comes first. Yes, your duty comes, comes first. After. Your duty is is your responsibility to your lord and you know your place in society and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's something. It's something specific enough. Your your duty is meant to evolve, obviously, over the course of like, your life. Mm -hmm. You know, um, your initial um, giddy might be something like, you know, um, convince the crab clan that your clan uh, intends to be a, like a staunch ally of theirs. Like, that's your duty because you are a diplomat for this, for the unicorn clan, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and so that's your whole duty. Like, you, your responsibility to that clan and the lord, you know, that you serve is to create this bridge between the two clans, right? And, and improve relations, right? Um, but your uh, ninjo might be like to never interact with another crab clan member ever again. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so there's this constant sort of like because of a bad experience you had when you were a child. Mm -hmm. So there's like this constant push and pull between what you want and what you have to do. Yeah. Right. And which one you're going to choose in the moment. Because sometimes your duty might not be necessarily the thing you want to do or it might not necessarily be a good thing but you are right. sworn to do it. It may not be like morally right even but mm -hmm. it's you, what you're expected and sworn to do, so you have to make that choice. Yeah. They give some real quick examples. So your desires can be things like create a future with or for the ones you love, become the greatest duelist in the empire, create a secure future for a small group, create a work of art that wins eternal praise, take revenge on a powerful foe for the death of a loved one. Um... It tends to be very self-focused, whereas your duty are things like restore the rep er, reputation of your teacher's dojo, invent a new weapon that will give your clan an advantage, protect your lord or other charge who appears in the campaign, um, capture a particular region of land held by an enemy clan, persuade a powerful leader to join your lord. It's all about furthering either your clan or your family or your, uh, I guess, dojo if it's a teaching style. It's removed from self at that point. It should be attainable and concrete enough so that no matter where you are in the game, you have kind of an idea of how to get it done. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, win glory for the Lion Clan on the field of battle is a perfectly acceptable giddy because it's a little broad, but... It's something that makes sense to you. Yeah. Or it could be something very specific. Protect this NPC as her Yojimbo. You know? Mm -hmm. Like. So those are those are two things that 
on the spectrum between broad and specific, but like you, they're clear enough, and they're there's a clear success state in that, you know, where you can always work towards it. Whereas the the ninjo can be a little bit more nebulous, right? You know, still attainable, but like the actual pathway to doing that is maybe a little less clear, right? It's maybe a little bit more murky and something you figure out over the course of your life, right? As you work towards it. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so I think that does a fairly good job of setting mechanically what we're working with and also kind of getting into a bit of the setting. Um, we're going to continue with setting along with answering this first question here. What clan does your character belong to? There are a number of clans here. I, I got crab. Where are you crabs? Cool. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm a crab. <laughs> I think there is a crab. Is there a lice clan? No. So there's I know there's mantis. So there's crab, crane, uh, dragon, lion, phoenix, scorpion, and unicorn. There's also in like the ability there's there's some stuff that you can get off the website as well there is an option to do mantis yeah. um, the gods return boar falcon you can also it. technically do uh, you know a, a ronin a sort mm-hmm. of masterless samurai but that doesn't really fit with the the briefing that you've put it, together so that yeah. so ronin don't tend with to that. be their own play style like a yeah. group play style that mm-hmm. is um, as a group it's they a group basically break it down into like three styles of play where it's like okay you can have kind of the standard samurai you can have a kind of ronin adventure um, or you can have one where it's like you've started as peasants the way things work very different for how you're going to get to places and do things mm-hmm. um, but it can let you have more like street level adventures I suppose would be the way to look at it but it's, it's like having like the smuggler kind there's of like a, e- either like you're part of the rebellion in Star Wars or you're like kind Han of, Solo yeah. as the sort Roman. of yeah yeah there's a whole Very book there's a whole theaters. book that's dedicated to like Ronin and those kind of mm-hmm. like the the character creation that's specifically for them right there is an option to do it in the core rule book where you choose the school the worldly Ronin path and that means basically. You were in a clan, and there's school, and then you left to, you know, wander the earth for ten thousand years or whatever it is, you know. Um, but again, like, based on the the brief that Stephen put together, it doesn't really fit, fit very fit well. Like, it's yeah. you know, a square peg in a round hole for that. So you're gonna be stretching to make that work. Yeah. These yeah. clans have, uh, they've got quick little quotes. Yeah. Um, early on that I like. Crab is courage, duty, sacrifice. Crane is there is a proper technique for all things. Dragon is find your own path. Lion is for my ancestors. Phoenix, master the elements and be reborn. Scorpion, I will be your villain, Hente, uh, which refers to the imperial family. It is very close to Hentai. I was going to say, I'm not tentacle porn. It is Hante. Hante. Very close. (laughs) Enunciation is important. Mm -hmm. Um, And finally, Unicorn Clan, one cannot capture the wind. 
And there is obviously quite a bit more backstory to each of these clans, what they do, that kind of stuff. But um, it sounds like most people have a general idea of where they want to go, clan-wise. Crab, uh, dragon, scorpion, and you're still kind of floating, but you've got a couple of ideas. Um, I'll probably do Phoenix. I was torn between one of the Phoenix families and something in Dragon, but Lance mm-hmm. is doing Dragon. Well, you so. could still be a Dragon. That's true. Um, I, I could go either way, so I figure I might as well let yeah. that be my deciding factor. He's specifically doing the, uh, like, monks, oh, that, yeah, the monastic. monastic order within the Dragons. Cool. Um, yep. Anyway. Yeah, but they did say dragons and phoenixes are based are very sometimes aligned and sometimes they're like very similar families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you either gel or you don't. There's no middle. <laughs> all of these clans have particular. They have, they're all obviously mechanical associations. Mm-hmm. Like you get there a bonus a to a ring, you get a bonus to a skill, you get yep. a certain amount of status. But also there are cultural expectations. And your relationship with Bushido, right, is some, different depending on yeah, the clan. Some clans value some virtues of Bushido more than others, and then some are just less keen on the whole Bushido thing. Period. Mm-hmm. Like we, the Scorpion Clan, who are like, <laughs> we we have to, as part of our duty, like just ignore most of those, <laughs> like mm-hmm. honor and righteousness. Ah, fuck that. Yep. Duty and loyalty is important to us, so like that's we gotta. We that's what we gotta do. Yep. Yeah. But they also come with the approach of like, hey, I'm going to be dishonorable so the rest of you can be honorable. Yeah. I'm going to do the things we you can't do. We will be your do. villains. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, not quite your Richard III's, but along the same idea. <laughs> yeah, so so your clan choice is is a little bit more important than, um, than you might initially think, surely because there's a lot of cultural and political baggage that mm-hmm. comes with that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, as crap, your ring will increase earth by one. Your rings all start at one, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just to keep that in mind. You also start with a skill point in fitness. Obviously. <laughs> and your status is 30. It's not super high. No. Gonna but get worse, I think, with the family. <laughs> yeah, gonna be a witch hunter. We're like basically like given a, a right to go out and kill if we choose to. A license. A license. A license. <laughs> Have you renewed that recently? <laughs> this license is expiring. Oh, <laughs> killing license uh, ran out in December. There, bub. That's that's the moment where you're like pounding the guy's face in the sink, and he like sees your badge goes, oh, on your belt. No, no, that's no, no, expired. No, no, no. You better stop. <laughs> it's coming. It's in the mail. <laughs> Where's your temporary? Registration? I have it on my phone. We'll, Give me a second. Listen, listen, we'll, we'll reschedule this. I know. Oh, I'll show you the email that I got from the registration website. As crab, uh, courage is your highest virtue of bushido. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's just. I mean, there's uh, not. A, just a, there's not a box for it. Per se. Yeah, you kind of scribble that in there. Um, if there's anything where it's like you're acting courageously or something like that, values will be doubled around that, cool. since that is a primary tenant for you. And then one that's less for you is courtesy. Things <laughs> things involving courtesy are halved. So, 
less important when There's, you're dealing with Bushi. The crab says I'm known to be rude. <laughs> rough, rough and warlike. Yep. You've never truly adopted the strict social refinement of the other clans. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've got a general awareness of politics in the crab area. You can identify most Shadowland creatures like goblins, ogres, or zombies, and probably even know how to kill them properly. Um, you grew up hearing stories and songs of heroes who faced great evil, such as Oni, but you likely have not encountered such horrors personally. Probably dealt with smaller stuff. Um, you know all too well the befouling taint of the Shadowlands and how best to avoid it. Someone say taint? Yep. <laughs> Every time I see it in the book, I'm like, I'm waiting, <laughs> waiting for it. Tightens up. <laughs> I... And I know your character, when you go through your uh, Genpuku, which is your coming-of-age ceremony to become a samurai, they basically are like, all right, go into the Shadowlands and kill something kill and bring, bring it back. It. Yep. Come back. Yep. That's it. Come back alive. If you bring back something cool, hey, you got a bright future. If you bring back just a goblin, they're like, oh, I'm all right, you're good. All right, you've technically <laughs> fulfilled the assignment. <laughs> you and technically you, passed, but... I got a rat. <laughs> Funny you say that. D plus. <laughs> there are rat-like humanoids that live out there. No, it's just a regular rat. Yeah. <laughs> but if you bring back a head of one of those, you, they're basically like, no, we're disowning you because you can't tell the difference between friend and foe. Awesome. Yeah. So there are there are means of failure aside from just dying out there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lance, you've gone with dragon. Yep. Okay. Uh, that is a plus one to the fire ring. Duh. Well, I mean, you know, with our plus one to your lands, plus one to your You get the meditation skill, so plus one nice. to that. You also have a status of thirty, because again, clan or the crab and dragon aren't well renowned for uh, being courtiers. No. Uh, sincerity is your highest held, the greatest virtue to the dragon clan. Ban my least. Uh, Reading through that. They don't, like, spell them out specifically. While members of the dragon clan take their obligations seriously, they define duty and honor somewhat differently than most other samurai. Loyalty. Um, Well, that, that was... Because yeah, they're 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 a little bit more flexible in interpreting like unquestioning loyalty to a dragon is like not loyalty at all. Yeah, it is not a thing. Yeah, and they expect to hear like differing opinions and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. okay. gonna be my my second highest, but I guess not. Yeah, it, well, it's guess it's weird. Yeah, because yeah. to everybody else, what you're doing is like, dude, you shouldn't be questioning him. But to you, you're like, your lord's gonna cut your head off. But yeah, for the dragons, it's like. I, I take your, you know, under consideration. consideration. Yeah. Yeah. Whether they do it or not, eh, but they hear the opinion. Uh, the quick little notes, I think I told you most of these online. Um, general awareness of dragon politics in the dragon lands. Uh, you know about the monastic life and traditions of other clans and have likely, especially in your place, interacted with the Tagashi order. Um, due to the rugged nature of your homeland, you know how to properly prepare mountain flora and wildlife for human consumption, and you have a working understanding of physical phenomena of n- the natural world, which others simply dismiss as uninteresting or beneath their station. Snap. 
I'm a weatherman. Can you take a look at that? He's literally chewing on my pen when I'm trying to. Francis, punch him in the nose. Francis. No. Oh, wait. Just Francis, head, get a job. Apparently his job is to Lee. Oh Why are you playing with me? Alright, Scorpion. Yes. Your air Ooh. ring increases by one. Your edgelord oh, increases so. by five. <laughs> Isn't that what Nick played when we did this? Yeah, I think he so. He also yeah. played Scorpion. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I figured he'd be a crane. No, he was no, a Scorpion. He was, a scorpion. Yeah. He, he was into the Scorpion. Style. Your Skullduggery skill goes up by one. Kind of also makes sense. Your status is 35 because you do tend to deal a lot more with uh, courts. Um, You're in court more often than that. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot more people look at you to like, hey, we need to solve a problem on the down low. Like, so courtiers definitely like to know Scorpion clan members. Um, they just don't like other courts. No, they, 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 <laughs> that they know. Gotta keep it hush hush. <laughs> Duty and loyalty is your do core the tenet. They must be prepared to do and sacrifice anything and everything in service of the empire. While honor and righteousness tend to fall by the wayside, yeah. um, they are not, as they say, wholly unimportant. Observing such matters uh, would make many vital tasks impossible. Obsessing. So they're in your mind, but like they get in the way duty of your first. You know, mm-hmm. duty comes first. Yeah. One where it's like job. if you can do it well, upholding these great. great. But also, if you don't complete eh, the job, just do your just job. do your job. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Sam Fisher doesn't have to murder everyone <laughs> in the in the bank, uh, but he can <laughs> if he has to. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta. Do a split in the middle of a hallway, and then like jump down and crack somebody's skull, <laughs> and then shoot out every light source in the continental United States. As a scorpion, you have a strong awareness <clears throat> of politics within scorpion lands. You can name major family heads and other leaders, and you know their respective positions and allegiances. Politics are important to you. You know about the general state of political affairs between clans. You are aware of most substantial criminal cartels within the Emerald Empire, especially as their interests overlap or conflict with those of the Scorpion Clan. And you know the state of court matters in the Imperial Capital, which that is a rare thing to hear from most other clans. Okay. Keep hearing Scorpions and what I think is the episode of uh, Aqua Teens where they're on the moon, like all the villains. He's like, if you're present, say, here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> I have had stuck in my head. There's there's a there's a video of Peter Serafinovitz for I think it's oh. for Funny or Die, where he does like a hundred impressions, but they're all impressions of fake characters. <laughs> um, and one of them is like he just puts like a black and white picture of a Japanese actor up, and he does this. It's this stupid fucking thing. I don't know why this is stuck in my head, but he's like. He does an impression of this actor, right? You killed my accountant. Now you must be my accountant. (laughs) In this, like, you know, in this kind of traditionally Japanese kind of samurai voice. Now you must be my accountant. 
Okay, so you are going with Phoenix then? Yes. Okay. Uh, your void rate will increase by one. So you will want to Gross. mark that there. Ring increase void. Your skill is theology. That goes up by one. One rank in theology. Mm -hmm. You'll use that most of the time when you are casting spells. Never mind. Your status is 30. So there's a little box. Most of us are yeah. used to coral. I mean, yeah, it's basically it's either 30 or it's 35. Okay. There's very little in between for those. I don't know. That is going to be a 40. Yeah, it's like... Not that I can see it. I think it's low either end, 30 or 35. Yeah, it's like low-end samurai or mid-range samurai. Maybe even more mid-range and high-range. Your status and glory and honor over the course of the creation does It'll shift away, obviously. So. Okay. Uh, and jot this down kind of next to Phoenix. Righteousness is your prime virtue of Bushido. Righteousness drives the samurai of the Phoenix clan in their pursuits, and they are willing to sacrifice themselves to endure the right thing, or to ensure the right thing is done. They know that when samurai do not govern their lands justly, the heavens themselves will voice their displeasure. At the same time, some truths must not be revealed to the world, and some mysteries are not meant even for other samurai clans. The Phoenix Clan has a very selective view of sincerity. So that is your lesser virtue. Um, again, interactions with that will be roughly halved. The Phoenix Clan takes a selective view of sincerity, certain in their belief that they are the best equipped to protect and wield certain knowledge. General overview for your clan. You have a general awareness of politics in Phoenix lands. Um... You're familiar with the religious practices of Rokugan, such as rites practiced by various priesthoods, the incantations of Shugenja, mages of sorts, uh, the Tao of Shinsei, and even the traditions that existed before the Kami, such as the uh, Fortunists traditions of the Asawa, and the Animist practices uh, of the Yobanjin who dwell in the Great Wall of the North Mountains. Uh, so paganistic beliefs, almost. You know. Yep. So you're well-read in all things related to religion. Uh, you know <laughs> some of the most significant kami who reside in the Phoenix lands by name from either stories or perhaps personal interaction. Those are the gods of this world. Um, you know the name and locations of all major shrines in Rokugan. Little bits of flavor. Okay. Is everybody clear about Bushido? They understand what that generally is. There are a couple of elements to it. There's seven elements of Bushido. And I don't remember if you mentioned this, Stig, but just to be clear, it's something to strive towards. Mm -hmm. They said not even the Kami upheld Bushido without flaw. Right. So it's something that you're always striving to satisfy all elements of Bushido, but because all elements of Bushido are, you know, sort of all facets of, you know, human, uh, the human condition, right, sometimes duty, I won't say duty, sometimes adherence to one mm -hmm. means ignorance of the other, right, you know, yeah. and so 
as one grows, the other one wanes. Right. Mm-hmm. Is you gotta, you gotta. It's your own personal journey to try to like figure it find out. the yeah. balance yeah. to 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 uphold Bushido as as best as you can to your personal like and spiritual understandings. Mm-hmm. Which is part of the reason why different clans value different aspects. Yeah. Of culturally, they've just found this to be more the driving force behind how they work. Uh, that then moves us into the families. Families get a little bit more complicated because each family comes from each clan. Um, I know you definitely picked one, Lance. Yep. Uh, so the Tagashi order, your ring increase is going to either be earth or void. Your choice. <coughs> I'll be void. Your skill increases are fitness and theology. Oh, okay, so it's... Both in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rings in either or, and then skill you can go through this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if uh, the choice of ring influenced no. the skill, nope. no. fitness, and theology. Nope. Yep, because any ring can apply to any skill depending yep. on what you're doing or how yeah, you approach something. You take it yeah. 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 Fitness, whole ring in my, my mouth. <laughs> Fitness whole pizza, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I was trying to workshop something. I'm like, ah, nope, can't. Glad somebody did. Your glory is 45, one of the highest for families. But your starting wealth is three koku, which is on the lower. Three coconuts. That's all you get. <laughs> because you're a monk. Yep. Yes. I mean, you live in a fucking shit. Now that being said, money is based on food. A koku is equivalent to feeding one person rice for an entire year. Yeah, nice. So with three koku, you could be like, I'm going to go take a vacation for three years and earn no money. And you'd be fine on just the rice. bare minimum. But Lots you'd, of porridge. You'd get through. Yeah. I know how to cultivate the land. <laughs> uh, that's true, yeah. How much said that about you? Lance, you know how to cultivate <laughs> <laughs> it is now. <laughs> I mean, for a dragon, maybe. That's up to you, I guess. Yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of biblical references to plowing. <laughs> I I also I also chose the dragon clan, but I can change that if you want more. Oh, that's what you got I guess three dragons might have been. Three dragons would be a lot. <laughs> would be too much. Yeah. yeah. But as long as you're picking there's different, different families, families and stuff. Because so like, we did pick family. different families. Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm like basically a monastic one family. Yeah. Which is not really a family per se, as it is like it's an organization. Yeah. 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 It's it's weird. But you get yeah. all the reincarnated people, right? Kind of. Kind of. Or, yeah. or like people who will leave their family mm-hmm. and are like a, adopted or like yeah grafted mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. The family. And a lot of members of your uh, family have Orphans the blood of the gods in them, the blood of the kami. Um, okay, so you're leaning dragon, dragon right now? We're going dragon. I, I, I've already, like Go I said, I, I've made some choices already, but I okay. don't have to stick with them. I, I picked dragon already, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I figure as long as you've got different families... We do, yeah. Yeah, you're probably good to go. Yeah. I look at families more so as character class in this, where you're like, well, right. we don't want two monks. And it's like, eh, yeah, well, it's fine. Okay. Um, Cooney. Cooney? Okay. Uh, your choice is between Earth or Void as well. 
wants to build that earth up like a motherfucker. Nice. You are very patient. <laughs> <laughs> but you will thrash people. Oh, I will fucking destroy you. <laughs> you gotta slap me a few times and it's like, alright, now we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Just pick up a big rock. <laughs> smack him, crack him over the head. Uh, your skill increases are medicine and theology. Your glory is 40. And your starting wealth is four, Koku. You got an extra year on job. Yeah. My yeah. job's way harder than you just sitting around meditating all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I do want hey, to teach you. <laughs> Have you ever sat under I'm a waterfall? Sling Shadowland. <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> sat under a waterfall? <laughs> it's tough, man. Not move, yeah. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> I imagine it would hurt if you're directly under the waterfall. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a pain. Yeah, okay, so I guess also for the benefit of everybody else, I'll read a little blurb about the family. Uh, No Shugenja family is more feared in the Empire than the Kuni, who root out any sign of corruption. The Kuni use all means at their disposal in their hunt. Even uh, Haida samurai sometimes pale at their methods. The Kuni are willing to delve into the secrets of the Shadowlands using, using study, observation, and even dissection even though such uh, close contact with dark creatures risks their very soul. And then... Uh, do it, it for you science. Do it for you. Got it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, basically. Uh, the Togashi Order. Uh, more a monastic order than a true family, the Togashi Order welcomes anyone willing to embrace their teaching and accomplish the challenge required to join. The first of which is finding one of the Togashi monasteries, hidden high in the mountains. In truth, many of those able to find their way to the order were members of the order in a past life. That's what I remembered. Yep. Returning to continue their training and spiritual journey under the guidance of the Dragon Clan champion. To the rest of the empire, the order is known for skill with koan, contemplative riddles, and martial arts, as well as for the beautiful and mystical tattoos that grant them supernatural abilities. Nice. We've got those big tabs. We've got a supernatural trap tab. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's, it's literally w- both of the supernatural brothers oh. stamped on his <laughs> <laughs> But but like but Yukio or whatever renderings of them like Oh. Okay. They're they're both like sort of crouched on like a rice mat or something like that <laughs> and sort of wrestling with each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a scorpion clan picked out? If yes. It was, a scorpion uh, family. Yes, family. Yes. Uh, Soshuru? Yes. Okay. Your choice is between air or water. Okay. What are you going with? Water. Nice. Your skill increases are courtesy and performance. You want to read to us about the family? I've got two more bits and then oh. yes. Yeah. Okay. Your glory is 40. And you start with a whopping six Koku. Nice. Not the highest, Rich over but here. it's up there. I think the highest I saw was a nine. Ooh. Yeah, the Ide of the Unicorn Clan is kind of nine. 
Yep. Okay. Yeah. Diplomats, cur- couriers, and merchants. Oh, that's yep. right, the merchant. People. Yep. You are currently working for the Ide family, so Very don't prosperous. worry about money. So maybe. <laughs> maybe I almost would have expected it to be uh, somebody in the Crane Clan. I think, there, I think Crane does have another... They seem very you know, high society. Crane's got an eight in the doji. The doji are the mm-hmm. the courtly courtly masters. Yeah, because I thought they were also yeah. a lot of the merchantiles before the unicorns came back. Mm-hmm. They dealt with things in their lands. When the Sho, uh, Shosuru family is no, known to outsiders, it is for the acting talent and theatrical skills. Little does the Empire realize how fully the Shosuru embrace their roles. Many of the finest Scorpion spies are Shosuru... Oh, I'm going to trip over there. Shosuru. Shosuru. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Living as Shosuru. other people among the clans. While they are master entertainers, Tio they are spies. often asked to turn their skills in acrobatics, acting, and other arts to darker and bloodier ends for their clans. You know that little, like, long scarf that the uh, acrobats sort of, yeah. like, weave themselves in? Yeah, it's bladed. Ooh. Yeah, why not? Yeah. This is a razor blade just, like, stitched into it. Or rather, it's just real sharp. <laughs> they just somehow managed so to strike a really uh, sharp It's just kind of itchy. Yeah. It's <laughs> one, the one guy on YouTube that makes the sharpest whatever knife in the world oh. videos. Right. Uh-huh. Knife made out of rice. Yeah. Alright, uh, Phoenix Clan. Did I you have a family? I think it was the Kaito family? The Kaito. Shrine Keepers. Okay. Kaito. Yeah, small Kaito family. Yeah. Your choice is between air or void. I'll go with air. Okay. You would. Your skill increase is fitness and theology. Getting swole for Jesus. <laughs> Bro, you'll be ripping phone books in half in no time. <laughs> Jesus. I can't. I actually. I, I saw one of those performances. Live. Live. Yes. Oh, wow. Like, How I, deep in the South were you? I gotta admit, I used to watch that shit all the time when I was a kid. Like, I, I was like, I just want to see this dude like, break boards like, and like, rip things I was, in half. I, I, I don't give a shit I was, about the Jesus message. I was maybe message. like young. I was like eight. I don't know. Like, it was it was pretty, mm, um, pretty young. And and I, I went to this thing, and I remember like being like something about the, like the pageantry of it or whatever was like. Really it's, effective. It's fascinating. Oh, yeah. Jesus. They were, like, they were doing the hot water balloon things where they'd, like, you know, blow into it and rupture them and tear phone books and all that stuff like that with the power of God or, or whatever and everything like that. And I remember looking back on it later, like, I felt bad that I was so affected by it because I was like, <laughs> look at this bullshit. Like, they're just, they're just like, doing strongman-ass stuff yeah. and... It's like some garden variety Sunday school shit. Like, it's not even... It's, it's like those montages of people, like, breaking, like, bricks or, like, stone, just, mm-hmm. like, over and over, just, like, their, like, a lineup of things. Yeah. And it's impressive, but at the same time, like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, 40 glory. And you start with four, Koku. The small... More than I expected. Yeah. The small Kaito family has been given the task of safeguarding the many shrines scattered across the Phoenix 
holdings. Hello. From small altars sheltered by a single tree to massive sanctuaries. To fulfill their responsibilities, the Kaeto have mastered the use of charmed arrows and prayers to protect the shrines from spiritual foes and practical archery to fend off more mortal dangers. The Kaeto are rarely seen outside the Phoenix Lands, as they have so many tasks within, but they originally make vacation. occasionally make pilgrimages to visit other shrines. Still have a goddamn good reason for calling me out here. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, like I said, it's just like, eh, family, you're on loan. It's... Yeah. To them, they're like, oh, it's a learning experience for you to experience other clans. And uh, just send, send her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> She's been a real pain in the ass. <laughs> send her to the fucking unicorns. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Fine, whatever. <laughs> Why are you speaking English? <laughs> yeah. And then, have you picked a family? I chose Miramoto. Hmm. All right. Uh, the Miramoto samurai are renowned for their unique two-sword style, Ooh. called Niten, or Two Heavens. But they're more than mere warriors. The Miramoto oversee the management and duties of the Dragon Clan, allowing the Togashi monks to pursue their eccentric paths on the way to enlightenment. There we go. This makes the Miramoto surprisingly practical and down-to-earth, willing to step in and help their she's region's peasants bloody. when needed. As the largest family of their clan, the Miramoto are the samurai who most think of when they think of the dragon, and they are the dragon most often met outside of their lands. Makes sense. Got a ver- also a very respectable glory of 44. Mm-hmm. Five Koku, yeah. I've chosen the water ring, mm. and I've got fitness and tactics. Nice. <clears throat> okay. I like this duality we have going here, but I was also kind of hoping we would get the essentially the mad scientist clan. (laughs) (laughs) Our family. The one that does all the experimentation with like alchemy and metallurgy. Mm, Yeah. Mm. I mean, you've got part of that in your craft. I I have some magic. I have like a jade amulet. Which one is that? That It should be the first one, I think, under the dragon clan. Oh, oh, that's what I, I just yeah, I love the the bits where it says sometimes it leads to just absolute ah, disaster. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they learn from their failures and they really appreciate them and it's like, they oh god, those have to be fun to be around. Success. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next part is picking your school. Um, I think most of the time this kind of lot is locked in by your family choice, or at least it's highly, highly recommended to stick with it. Well within your clan. Yeah, UCLA. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Um, So, I will bring up these. This is where the second book will be helpful, just because we're flipping through so many pages of here is this one family's approach. So, Um, so you don't. You're not necessarily tethered to, like, so Lance, your character being a Togashi monk, the the natural school to pick would be the Togashi tattooed order. Yeah. Which makes sense. But could you could be a part of the Takashi order and be in the Kitsuki investigator school of yeah. the Dragon Clan. Like it doesn't doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. However, yeah. you are stuck within your You're clan. stuck within your clan in terms of schools, yeah. yeah. So 
So, I... Because sometimes the, the, the families will like... They'll, they'll see a person and they'll go like, okay, well their skill set is clearly not meant for our traditional like mm-hmm. school, so we're send just going to send them over there. Yep. Right. So they're going to be part of this school instead. Right. So I'm assuming, uh, Kyle, that you want to go with the Cooney Purifier School? Uh, the Witch Hunter? Yep. yep. They are a mix of Shugenja abilities and Bushi abilities. Shugenja being more magical oriented and Bushi being warrior. Alright. I gain the following bonuses to rings. You get one earth, one fire. It's gotta get wind. Yep. It's coming. <laughs> And you can be the avatar. Why go for that when you can just do void, which is a good combination of. Well, I guess it's not. It's 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 using all the aspects without any one aspect taking yeah. center stage. Yeah. Or taking it from a more spiritual or ritualistic. See, I can get the avatar state at least. <laughs> Without I, being I, able to use everything yeah, else. Yeah, I, I like the idea of, like, I can reach the avatar state. I don't know how to command any elements, but I can hit the state. <laughs> I choose three of the following skills. You have martial arts melee, medicine, sentiment, skullduggery, survival, or theology. Um, and I can repeat those as needed. I'll do melee... Okay. Survival and skullduggery. Yeah. What sentiment? So like psychology, manners? emotions, and motivations. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of insight. Culture is know. current events, historical trends, and etiquette. Okay. And government is law, bureaucracy, posts, and positions. So those would be. And then courtesy, how to appeal <laughs> formally to others, would play into courtly matters and stuff. Okay. Yeah, some of them are not. Some of the skills are not necessarily as readily apparent as, mm-hmm. you know, martial arts melee. So mark the little bubbles there for incantations, invocations, invocations. Yeah, a little different. Yep. Kata and rituals. When you are um, applying experience points to like learn new techniques and to go down the learn the school skills. advancement kind of list. Those are the techniques that you're stuck with. Like, you choose techniques within those categories. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Those are ones you can purchase. But since you're stuck with invocations, content, rituals, if you wanted to get a ninjutsu uh, technique, you couldn't. Does that make sense? Those gotcha. are locked out. Just not trained. Yeah. All right. Uh, starting techniques. You will get to choose one of these kata. There is strike the or strike striking as earth, or striking as fire. Let's do earth. Makes sense. Striking as earth. When you make a martial arts melee ranged or unarmed check with earth, you may spend an opportunity the following way: treat your physical resistance as one higher per opportunity spent this way until the beginning of your next turn. Physical resistance. Nice. Up by one just to, just to give you an idea, striking as fire, um, it's the same idea when you make a martial arts fire a- attack action check, 
you can spend opportunity. The next time your target suffers a critical strike, increase its severity by one per opportunity spent. Nice. So, those are the two options. You get the following invocations. Armor of Earth. Uh, yeah, it should, I think, still be under starting techniques yeah. for this. Yep. And Jade Strike. What's um, Jade Strike? I will tell you. Hitting people with Jade. <laughs> a woman named Jade. <laughs> Jade Strike. Jade, hit him. She's a princess. <laughs> what was a Jade Strike? Because mm-hmm. I know I have like a Jade Amulet that's full of magic. So what is that? Like a magic should attack. be an invocation. It's an invocation. Okay, I'm on invocation. You like you swing around and spins out and slaps people. <laughs> just a long chain. Yeah. <laughs> just just spinning in a circle. <laughs> Jade strike. As an attack action, you may make a target number two theology earth check, targeting one character from range zero to three. Yeah, decked out in Earth, so that makes sense. If you succeed, and the target is an otherworldly being, you smite and purify it with searing jade energy. It suffers a critical strike with severity equal to your Earth ring, plus bonus successes. Nice. Yeah, definitely that. If you succeed and your target (laughs) is not an otherworldly being, Uh it suffers no ill effects. And uh, Armor of Earth, as a support action, you can target yourself and make a TN2 Theology Earth check. Um, you summon and equip a suit of armor that grants physical resistance equal to your Earth Ring, plus your bonus successes. But this also has the cumbersome and war gear qualities, which are mm. tags for the equipment, right? It persists for a number of rounds equal to your Earth Ring, at which point it tumbles to the ground as loose stones or dirt. Nice. That's pretty fucking dope, too, <laughs> you get both of those, so yep. there's no problem. Oh, I get both? Yeah. You oh, get I both. thought I had to pick one. No, no. Nope. Those, you just, you just get both. And that was what? What was that called? Armor of Earth yep. and Jade Strike. And then finally, you get both of these as well. Rituals, Commune with the Spirits, and Threshold Barrier. <laughs> but what if coffee was for puppy? Then you'd be hyper. Cannot be on my desk. That would be terrifying if pets could drink coffee. Oh god. <laughs> Commune with the spirits. As a downtime activity or support action, you make a TN1 theology check to appeal to nearby spirits of a particular element. Whichever one you choose, air, earth, blah, blah, blah. Um, if you succeed, choose and receive one of the following boons. Sense the Kami, detect all spirits and uses of their magic by Shugenja with a number of range bands equal to the ring you used. Um, spiritual knowledge, learn one fact the spirits know about the area. Elemental gift, the Kami deliver a small amount of the element in question to you. For instance, a prayer to a water Kami might cause it begin to rain lightly for a short time, but it might also cause you to run across a stream or find groundwater. That's all. Right. And then, uh, what was the other one? Threshold barrier? Threshold barrier. Mm-hmm. As a downtime activity, make a TN2 theology check using whatever element, targeting a threshold gate or other entryway. Nice. If you succeed, the threshold is barred against a particular type of entity based on the ring you chose for one hour, plus additional hours equal to bonus successes. 
When an entity of the psych attempts to enter, they've got to make a meditation void check, TM3, or they get repelled by it, the barrier. Nice. And depending on the element you choose, it, it you know, is against certain things. Like, if you did it with a void, that would repel humans. If you did it with fire, that would be undead beings that have corporeal forms. Right? Sure. Et cetera, et cetera. So, so you got to be a little specific. Yeah, you got to pick the right element for the thing that you're trying to keep out. Okay. What was my honor? Th- Thirty-five. Your school ability is gaze into shadow, and that's got a paragraph of stuff you might need to write down. I think I saw it on this wiki. Sweet. That that saves a lot of time. Once per round, when you make a check <laughs> targeting or involving a tainted being. You may choose a number of your kept dice up to your school rank containing strife symbols. Set each of these dice to a success result. Hmm. You cannot use this ability if you're unsure if a being is tainted or not. But half to know they're tainted. Half to know they're tainted. And then finally, your starting outfit, sanctified robes. And when they say outfit, they mean gear, old yeah. gear. Like, not just not your fashion. Yeah. Although that's part of it. A wakazashi, which is a short sword. A knife. Makeup kit. Yeah. I wear kabuki makeup, so. Yeah. Nice. Pretty much, yeah. Scroll satchel. And finally. For all those scrolls you're carrying around there. A traveling pack. Got scrolls out the ass. (laughs) Hopefully not. That's what the satchel's for. No one wants scrolls that came out of your ass. I mean, as long as he's Don't the only one reading it. For, uh, was this a mud pit? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Where's the abort button? They haven't invented that yet. Oh, damn. They right. have coat hangers in. Nope. Well, I was going to say buttons also. It's probably a medical thing. Like you ingest certain kinds of berries, nerves. Yeah, and eat this, mm-hmm. eat this uh, a goat pissed rock. Here's a Tide Pod. (laughs) Yield Tide Pod. (laughs) Tide Pod. I definitely want martial arts range. Yep. Meditation. So that's it for your school. That's all. I would say theology if you're going to be casting spells and stuff. I already have two theology. I mean, more the merrier, right? I can go ahead and tell you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Theology and then... So you said you were but you t- you in a tattooed order? Yeah. You definitely don't have to... <coughs> Earth and Void goes up. Especially if you've got one, too. Yep, that'll give you two thought. of the white dice. To Choose four of these skills. Okay. Fitness. Smithing martial arts melee. Martial arts stuff. unarmed. Meditation. Survival and theology. Okay. So four of those. That follows the... Discipline. Discipline. Oh, no, I'm Skills. Here we go. Meditation and survival. So you went with what? Fitness, unarmed. Fitness, unarmed, meditation. Your honor is 40. 40? 40. The techniques available to you are keyhole, shuji, and rituals. 
choose one of these keyhole. Okay? Yep. I'm going to read them out to you. And then, of course, I can tell you what to do. Um, earthen fist. Earth needs no eyes. Flame fist. Key protection. And water fist. What is uh, key protection? Four or five hundred. Uh, key protection? As a movement and support action, you can make a TN1 meditation water check. You may choose one character at range 0 to 1 as the target for the burst defense. While this keyhole is active, when you perform the calming breath action, you may remove two fatigue instead of one. While this keyhole is active, uh, after you perform an action, you may spend one void point to remove fatigue so equal to your rates of medicine from one of the characters. If you have two or more bonus successes, your target removes fatigue equal to your ranks in medicine plus your bonus successes. So that's, that's powered by water. I'll go with, I'll go with the fire fist. Flame fist? Yeah. As an attack and support action, you could make a TN1 martial arts unarmed fire check to empower your unarmed blows. So get the TN1, TN1 unarmed fire. And then I have to pick two from the rituals. When you perform this action, you may choose a character at range 0 to 1, 0 1, as the target for the burst effect. Okay. If you succeed, the keyhole activates, and while it's active, you treat the deadliness of your punch and kick profiles as increased by your firing, and you treat the damage type as supernatural. The burst effect is if you have two or more bonus successes, your target suffers physical damage equal to your firing and has to make a TN4 fitness check mm -hmm. to, or suffer the dazed condition. And again, I'll just you can just read that or take a picture of it or copy it off later. So that's your that was your keyhole. Then you get this Shuji. Lord Togashi's insight. Who became a uh, one of the gods? Mike's hard It's a magic spell. Cleansing ray, commune with the spirits, or threshold. Where are you going to Choose two. From a meta standpoint, you can commune with spirits and Once per game session, as an action, so if you wanted to, you could. You can make a TN2 meditation void check to seek cosmic wisdom regarding a quandary in front of you. If you succeed, you receive a brief vision or hear the voice of Togashi providing a hint regarding one way you might proceed, which the GM this version. This hint should not be the full answer, but it should help you move forward toward a solution or at least form a plan of action. It's our intelligence okay. check. Greg's mm -hmm. in an interview thing. Uh, give me an idea. <laughs> what time do you want to... Uh, Your school ability. This yeah. Friday. Blood Friday. of the Kami. Mm -hmm. Is it filmed or just an interview? It's, it's, it's a film. It's a threshold barrier. And it will be set in the threshold barrier until after. Was a, yeah, same. You have one mystical tattoo that empowers your keyhole things from it. And you will gain more as your school rank increases. When you make a check 
to activate a keyhole linked to one of your mystical tattoos. If you succeed, add additional bonus successes equal to your school rank, which right now would be one. Select a natural motif for your first tattoo and choose one keyhole for which you meet the prerequisites that are linked to the tattoo. Fucking weed, man. <laughs> if you have not learned it, you learn that keyhole without paying its XP cost. Okay, so I'll block it off and then. It's not like I'm required to take fire to so link the, my fire, my already fire keyhole to, um, to my tattoo. I'll, I'll I would get another keyhole. Yeah, choose one keyhole for which you meet the prerequisites that are linked to the tattoo you you have. And you don't have to pay its XP cost to just get of that element. I'll to the departed such ancestral spirits and other non-elemental supernatural okay. presences using void for a, so it can do things like uh, detecting nearby spirits uh, learning Since about spirits in the area string so far. Uh, and then the gift oh, I remember oh yeah the rain or I think I'll go with that okay. okay I emailed him cool. touch the void dragon I think that's what it is what did you what did touch you say lotus dragon touch of the void touch of the void Okay, that just two last no, I think that's things. that's one of the motifs. Oh, okay. School ability. Hold on. Yep. Which is sacred arrows. Like I would just write down sacred here. arrows for now. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, Lotus has touched the void dragon. Yeah. Each tattoo's lower some suggested motifs with possible link to key that start oh, okay. outfit. Okay, so, so if you pick the load, the one void. of the options is touch the void dragon. Okay. It sounds really, it just sounds inappropriate. No one asked you. To touch the void dragon. Just touch the dragon in general. Yeah, that sounds like, like a weird sex toy. So you don't necessarily have to take touch the void dragon okay. to associate it, but Lotus <laughs> seems like it's oriented with a void keyhole, so. Yeah, I, I, I was going to go with the void key. Just so. where my okay. mind is. So there's death touch. But there are like five. Still the remember, you still have to get the prerequisites yep. for these things. Touching dragons. Um, yep. I've heard references to plowing. If they have, and almost ten times. Death touch. Yep. Still the elements. <laughs> touch the void dragon and way of the edgeless sword. <laughs> the samurais need to get laid, or like. Is, I mean, most of the time, yeah. Okay. <laughs> is way of the edgeless sword like for unarmed combat? Empower your blows with unarmed and improvised weapons. Yeah. Treat yeah. the base damage and deadliness of your unarmed profile and improvised mm. weapons you wield as being equal to your ranks in unarmed plus your void rank. They count as possessing the durable and razor-edged qualities as well. Okay. And what was uh, one of the other options? Touch the void dragon. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Do you want to know about that? One? Yeah, sure. Um, TN4 meditation void check to draw Ooh. cosmic energy into your being. While it's active, you may spend opportunity yeah. from void checks as if it were opportunity from a check using okay. any element. And then the last one is traveling pack. Is there one to like get armor or like durability? Is that like no? Still listen to me. No. Okay. Uh, I think I'll go with uh, the first one. Right. Read the, the Way of the Edgel Sword? Yeah. Way of the Edgel Sword. Okay. And then I'll pass it back to you to get down the details of Sacred Arrows in mm -hmm. a little bit. But first, let's get our 
Scorpion family taken care of. Uh, remind me of the family name because they do these. So Shuru. So Shuru. Okay. And I looked, and there's two schools attached to that, and they sound about the same, except one is less stabby, I guess. That one sounds bad. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do the less stabby one. More stab is always better. Is it? It's what we've learned. Uh, in this, you've you've only got one choice. You've got the Sashuru Infiltrator School, uh, Shinobi. Oh yeah, so both of them were totally different in the wiki. Yep. Yeah, it's. I'll just pass it to you for. Well, simplicity. the wiki is pulling from like different editions. Yeah, it's different, different editions. More. So it's not. And the trading card game, or right. whatever other yeah. things had yeah. come out. So it's, yeah, it's a lot of it overlaps, but not all of it overlaps for this version of the TTRPG. Was there text for the Wave Agile Sword? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I don't want to read it all, but it's okay. right here. <laughs> Let me know when you want to take a look at it. Yeah, it's right here. 188, right there. Oh, I forgot to write down the name of the school. Hmm? The what? The name of the school. Mm. I think it's Family Name Shrine Keepers or something like that. But yeah, let's get the specific. Hold on. I actually have a list here. It was Phoenix, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Kaito family. Kaito? Kaito Shrine Keeper School. Yeah, Shrine Keeper School. Yeah. Kaito Shrine Keeper. Games is a skill? Yeah, yeah you can play games. Discussing, Mahjong and, discussing and playing <laughs> games as a means of like <laughs> connecting with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, like Mahjong and Go and that sort of thing. Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Just 64, obviously. Yeah. 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 Just they don't, have, they don't have the GameCube yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Alright, and for those sitting around and waiting, the next step is a very simple choice of your own. What does your character do that makes them stand out with, even within their school? Effectively, you get to pick one extra ring to bump up by one. Is there a max? Yes. Starting is like three? Rings and skills cannot go over three. Yep. Do you know what my outfit would be? What? My outfit. That's the only thing. You're just nude. <laughs> I mean, for Oh, your, oh your outfit. Nothing. I thought, for some reason, I thought you were saying days. alchemy. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just, you know, I just dabble in you the have, other dragon. You have mm-hmm. common clothing. You have a bow staff. Right. And a traveling pack. That's it. it. Wow. Poor. (laughs) 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 So, for instance, for this next thing, I chose adaptability, and that gives me plus one of the war. Mm -hmm. Your character's willingness to roll with the punches um, tends not to get stuck in mental ruts the same way many people do, or at least they have ways to get out of them, that sort of thing. I wish I had that. Mm. Also, the school that you pick has roles associated with it. 
like mm. Bushi and Cordier and that sort of thing, which are, you know, it's important to, to jot them down. Right. Togashi obviously has their old monk. Yep. Just monk. When is Is there a list of these standout things? Oh, you mean for the... Yeah, I mean, the there's a little... Like I said, they're just like... Basically pick the ring that you want to gotcha. improve, and then... There's something that... There's an aura... I have mysticism. That sounds fucking cool. Yeah, you'll basically just like... Just pick a kind of a personality trait or whatever from that ring, right? And just jot that down and then see you get plus one to that. Cool. Yeah. There's no like specific list or anything. Now, remember, like I said, um, just to keep in mind, your rings all start at one. Mm -hmm. So they don't start at zero. Your rings start at one. Mm -hmm. So any additional ring points you get are building onto that Question. one. Right? Yes. So it says my starting techniques. Skills, I get so the cap. I get a new three, but that's not one of the things I know. Yep, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. Maybe I can't yep. have this many. Or <laughs> Probably not. You couldn't have it's four. It's weird. No, but it's I get fine. that with invocation. You'd have to choose another. Yeah. There, there's a lot of that weird... Um, like, you know this thing. I can go back to whatever what page is it knowing it is almost one of like these a fluke uh, where it's a very a specific time okay. like alright you can do this one three void three earth you get one skills start at zero right you don't have no ranks in them but again the cap for that is three as well so. yep um, in terms of like the skill ranking I remember once you hit five that is considered like earthly master of that ability. Although, they also then go on to say, like, that is when you're at the peak of your career. You might not fully understand what you're doing. You might not be the greatest teacher of it. You still probably have ways to grow. But that is, like, career peak. Where can I find out what these uh, two mean? A little bit further on. Which, what are they? Yeah. Um, the Suji, uh, Whispers of the Court, and Sensational Distraction. Whispers of the Court. Whispers of Court. Whispers of Court is a Shuji, which is a social technique. As a scheme action, you may make a courtesy air check targeting each character in the scene. The target number of this check is equal to the lowest vigilance among your targets. If you succeed, you create a rumor that sweeps across the room like a storm. Everyone in the scene hears it, and characters with vigilance lower than your bonus successes even come to give it some credence. <laughs> if spreading a rumor is your social objective in an intrigue, which is a kind of like... It's a mechanism set up to do like social mm. interactions, right? You score rhetorical points equal to your air ring plus your bonus successes. So, there's that. And what was the other one? Uh, sensational Distraction. Sensational distraction. What is that? It's it's also a shuji. It's also a shuji? Okay. Sensational distraction. I'm going to guess that that is a fire shuji. That was correct. 
When making a social skill fire check targeting one or more characters, you can spend opportunity in the following way. When interacting with other characters, the target treats their vigilance as one lower per opportunity spent this way. When interacting with you, the target treats their vigilance as one higher per opportunity spent this way. This effect persists until the end of the scene. Hmm. And if you want to, you know, take pictures with your phone or write this down later, I can show you the, you know, take yeah. the book. And Once we start transferring stuff over to the character sheets, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get the details stamped out. New techniques are going to be the longest part. <laughs> All right. Can I get the, um, hmm? what role my school is? Oh. Kite of Shrine Keepers? Yes. Give me just a second. Kaito Shrine Keepers. Should be right page. Should be. That's Phoenix, so it'll be a yep. little mm-hmm. over here. Yeah, should be. There we go. Kaito, yes. Monk. Monk. Yep. Nice and simple. Like the, uh, what is your character, how does your character stand out within their school thing? Mm. That's more, again, you just sort of like, pick a, pick a ring that you want to increase by one. Okay. Um, and then based on that, we'll just say like, we'll come up with like an adjective or something about your personality. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I picked adaptability, which falls under the umbrella of, yeah. there's not a specific list, I just, that oh. falls under the umbrella of water. Right. Mm-hmm. I see. Like so this, this were, character is very adaptable. Yeah, if you were like passionate about what you're doing, you'd be like, oh, bump up fire. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah, you're a little bit more quick-tempered than the other students, then that would be mm-hmm. a fire thing. You're a little bit more patient than the other students, a bit earth thing. thing. So yep. sort of very deliberate. Earth. Air. I'll go oh, yeah. Air. I guess deliberate would also be... Yeah, how you justify that is, I mean, like, you don't even have to. It's just more. That's up to you. It's just a ring choice, right? Mm -hmm. Just choose what what ring you want to bump up. Yeah. You're like, I want to be able to be a little bit more patient. All right. Uh, The next two uh, is selecting your duty and your desire. Yeah, duty and joy. So you can definitely start thinking about those, trying to determine, like... Because you, you are currently on loan, so you're... <laughs> I mean, it, it may be simple as, like, showing off to others, or maybe even trying to recruit um, people over towards your clan, or uh, another lord of your clan, uh, if you want to lean into the current setting and how things are playing. You got some options. And those are... Those interact with the social mechanical elements of the game, which... We probably won't get to won't, this first time around. We won't get too deep into, surely because, like, 
that's something where you see the effects of that over a longer period of time. Like you play the character longer and honor and status, uh, status and everything come into more like more import mm. later when you have a long-standing relationship with a lord or a clan or whatever. Yeah. We may see some influence, but it's not going to be right. very heavy. So don't, so don't spend three hours trying to come up with the Geary or whatever that, of, your, of your dreams. <laughs> this can be your heart's lesser desire. They mention a page number, that's partially because they give some quick, easy examples. Um, they also ask you a little bit like, hey, how could these two conflict? So to try to get you thinking about that early. Um, and depending on what role you have as part of, you know, your school and everything like that, um, they give you kind of an idea of the kind of jobs you have, and that, of course tells you what kind of giddy you have like um, shugenja are given tasks suited to priests researchers librarians like so your giddy would be something like associated with the duties of those kinds of those kinds of jobs right dissect a new shadowlands creature or yeah or recover the tome of of taint warfare or whatever from uh. the <laughs> or whatever maybe like you know that's sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Whereas, whereas Bushi um, are suited to bodyguards, soldiers, executioners, generals, like, and so their mm -hmm. their giddy are going to be more sort of martial related. Yeah, I mean, it's a very simple one for Bushi for your uh, duty could be something like make sure all the new members here stay safe. The classic of like I will be the first one to go if somebody's right. got to go. Okay, I think I'm done with this. You say that. Yeah, It'll good. be back. Don't worry. Okay. So they jumped to page... 88? Yeah. And again, I think it's just going to be giving us more guidelines than anything else. I think I had read that the Tagashi were given edict to go around teaching, so I think that's going to be... It's an easy one, yeah. Like Geary. Yeah, so their quick examples for Earth are thoroughness, patience, calm. All right. Who is your lord, and what do they do? What does he do? Yeah, no, they don't even give examples in this part. I can go back to pull some, but... Those would be the quick little decisions to make. Like Jason suggested, don't rack your brain too hard over it. Um, Do we need to name our lord? At this Jesus point, Christ. I would say no. <laughs> uh, you have your the current lord who you are kind of on a retainer to. Um, Ida Riaka. R I A K E Riaki. Riaka. Is it R is it R A I or R I A? R I A K E. The Riaki. Riaki. Yeah. 
Kodiaki. Okay. Uh, so we'll run over again the quick little list of samples they've got. We'll start from the bottom this time so we get different ones. Um, Ninjo, so desire. Become the captain of a ship. Achieve a particular rank within your clan. Discover your true parentage. Uncover lost secrets vital to combating a specific foe. Found a new school. Protect a group from a particular enemy. Take revenge on a foe for the death of a loved one. Create a work of art that wins eternal praise. Create a secure future for a small group. Become the greatest duelist in the Empire. Create a future with or for the ones you love. So those are examples of Ninjo. Giryu. Assassinate specific members of an enemy faction. I'm just going to put it out here. Please don't select assassinate somebody at this table. Just putting it out there. Or the unicorn clan. Let's kind of... <laughs> That's not shit where we eat. <laughs> yeah, that at the very least, that would be a duty you would want to do last. But yes, as you've been... mine and none of that's that. Hey, good to go. No assassination on my sheet. Nice. Seduction, maybe. Oh, yeah, seduction's yeah, there. Yeah, that's... <laughs> my uh, ninju is actually seduce allies from all clans. Nice. That's a personal goal. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, more examples of your duty. I know I can make a dragon wake up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Retrieve a set of sacred artifacts for your clan. Attend to the needs of a particular kami. Maintain the reputation or prosperity of a specific shrine. Keep a particular secret of your lord from becoming public. Gather information and use it to topple an enemy faction. Negotiate a trade agreement with a major ally. Persuade a powerful leader to join your lord. Capture a particular region of land held by an enemy clan. Protect your lord, or other charge who appears in the campaign. Invent a weapon that will give your clan an advantage. Or restore the reputation of your teacher's dojo. So again, those are examples. Feel free to take those, mutate those, and turn them into something else. But you gotta pick a duty and a desire. So does protecting shrines in uh, Unicorn Line while I'm on loan, does that work? That'd be a good duty, a good duty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because that is more so protecting the face of your clan or uh, doing the work of the gods while you were in this area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for those who have made the decision or are ready to start thinking about the other one while they're contemplating what their purpose in life will be, <laughs> seven is what is your character's relationship with their clan? Effectively, you get to choose one of the following. If your character believes firmly in the precepts of their clan, 
and the values it holds dear gain plus five glory based on their reputation as an upstanding member of their community. Or, if your character has a fundamental disagreement with your clan's belief, policies, and practices, and has defied these in the past, gain one rank in a skill in which you have zero ranks. Consider why this skill represents a divergence from your clan's training or values. Plus five to glory. Yep. On the edge of glory here. Well, I'd like to have that skill, but I cannot think of how that could possibly be a diversion. So, would labor be a divergence? Because I, I think for my character, it's a part of meditation sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I, I would also throw out the yes and part of. The next question is, what does your character think of Bushido? In which you're choosing between plus 10 honor and doing roughly the... Uh, actually, no, it, this could actually layer on top of that. But um, your choices for that are if your character believes or belief in living by an orthodox interpretation of Bushido very staunch, or is very staunch, gain plus 10 honor, or... If your character diverges from some or all common belief about how samurai should behave honorably, gain one rank in the following skills to reflect uh, past behavior that was unbefitting of a samurai or deeply defied the norms. Commerce, labor, medicine, seafaring, skullduggery, survival. So you could potentially bump labor up to two if you lean against it that heavily. What was the glory increase for seven? Uh, yeah, five glory for that one, um, and then it, that's specifically a rank zero to a rank one skill. And then for eight, it's between ten honor and just gaining a rank in specifically commerce, labor, medicine, seafaring, skullduggery, or survival. Things that are not necessarily considered things a samurai should be doing most of the time. I think that's also part of what I'm teaching, is like cultivation and stuff like that so it's it's a lot of work you just labor in the farm fields that is work for others <laughs> but that's how I'm instructing yep. farmers oh yeah yeah instruct by example yeah that's that's kind of the weird headspace you're going to have to think of how the rest of the world's going to view you like they even look at um, like trade and buying stuff like a samurai will go hey you follower you do this for me because mm -hmm. I'm not going to sully my hands being a merchant for a moment it, that, and since I'm not even technically samurai but viewed in the same level as a samurai you are technically samurai because class. that's your that's your class yes. um, yeah you could you could think of it like the samurai the we same usually honor. think of tend to be more bushy they are just pure warriors. Mentally, that tends to be the archetype we see. Um, yeah, in, at least in this world, they are much more... They, they push against that stereotype of going like, no, it's more... It's more like being referred to as upper middle class. Mm -hmm. It's your class level. Yeah. 
Samurai is your class level. <laughs> you good to go? Yeah. Okay. Still working through it. Yep, no problem. The next ones definitely give you a lot more internal things to kind of think about. They're asking you questions like, what is your greatest accomplishment so far? What has held you back the most in life? Um, what activity most makes your character feel at peace? What concern, fear, or formidable troubles, or foible troubles your character the most? Is distinction something you'd use with like a specific skill? Or is that like the advantage thing? Yeah, so yeah, these end up getting into strengths and weaknesses, effectively. Um, let's see, they say page 101. Yeah, these break down into distinctions, passions, advers er, yeah, adversaries, and anxieties. Adversities. Adversities. Specific distinctions. Most distinctions represent one of the character's most visible features to the world or to the outside world. How they stand out for the better or excel in their field over and above routine training and rote drill. So they give some examples of things like ambidexterity, air. Um, Blackmail on, insert name here. It's a fire example. Uh, yeah, they've got quite a list to pick from. Um, so part of me almost says, let me know what you're kind of leaning into. Because again, we are looking at pages of choices. Yeah. Because I was going to do a callback to the waterfall of sitting under a waterfall for, like, days and or day. Then perhaps Indomitable Will, which literally has a picture of a man standing near a raging waterfall, mm -hmm. would be for you. Indomitable. Yep, Indomitable Will. This is Earth. The travelers cowered as the ghost, shrieking, hideously drifted towards them from the ruins of the ancient temple. Oh, wow, that goes on for a while. Get that. <laughs> you Reading. Can, you can always choose to stand your ground, even when faced with untenable odds, supernatural terror, or sorcerous power that bends the minds of other souls. When performing a check for which you need to keep your cool, when dealing with danger, such as Command Earth, check to give orders under pressure, or Meditation Earth, check to resist the effects of fear, you may re-roll up to two dice. Reroll two dice. Yep. Its type is interpersonal and mental. They also have things like keen balance, keen hearing, keen sight, keen smell, keen walk. Just know the recipe. I mean, I, I can go through and list these off, and you just let me know if something catches your attention. I want to do that. Ally, insert name here. Ambidexterity. Benton's Blessing. Which 
It appears to be... After interacting with a character for more than one scene, you know uh, with certainty whether they are open to your romantic aspirations or if they are categorically uninterested. I want that one. <laughs> Glad I read that one out. And let's just assume, let's just assume categorically. <laughs> Benton's blessing, that is air. It is interpersonal and spiritual as its types. When performing a check for which the favor of the fortune Benton is a benefit, such as an athletics air check to say something insightful about a piece of art, or a courtesy air, oh, aesthetics, or a, yeah, or a courtesy air check to convince someone of your positive qualities, you may re-roll up to two dice. So I think that's going to be the default for all of these. It's going to be, here's an area where you can re-roll up to two up dice. To Bishamon's blessing, blackmail on somebody, blessed lineage, blissful betrothal, Daikoku's blessing. Yeah, a lot of these are. end up getting into details. Dangerous allure. <laughs> you always make an impression, and NPCs remember your name and face after interacting with you for one or more scenes, unless you take pains to disguise yourself. Famously honest, famously lucky, famously reliable, famously successful, famously wealthy, flexibility. Famously stupid. I think I'm discounted from being famously wealthy. <laughs> That's fair. You were famously wealthy, but then you gave it all up. Mm. Like Keanu Reeves. No. Seasoned? I'm seasoned. Salt don't and pepper? <laughs> I'm seasoned. Don't pick that. Quick reflexes. Covered in pepper at all times. Precise memory. Cinnamon everywhere. Paragon of a Bushido tenant. You pick one of them. You know, lean into it. Large stature. You're big. Salt and pepper beard. What was this one? Uh, these are all the... Distinctions? What? Distinctions. Yeah. These are like... For nine Positive days. qualities. Sixth Sense might be interested for you, uh, Kyle. You have a instinctive sense of supernatural beings, and you can feel the presence of spirits and similar entities, even when they have not chosen to reveal themselves. This feeling is ominous in the presence of beings with evil intention and neutral when the beings are simply going about their business as usual. When performing a check for which you need to follow your hunches, such as a meditation void, to check the to check to generate initiative during a duel, or a theology void check to detect a snarl. Yeah, snarl in the invisible threads of the universe, you may re-roll up to twice. Support of one group. Subtle observer and small stature. quick run-through of all the specific definitions. Okay. 
After that goes to specific passions. I just want to be really good with archery. <laughs> Or wouldn't it like, you know, if the shaman's blessing is like combat focused or? I mean, what do you think about something like keen hearing or keen sight? Keen sight would be kind of going archery. along with that. It might not specifically be boost to archery. I could do keen sight. Okay. Sometimes you gotta see your target to. Keen sight is water. It is physical and mental. You can spot details of objects at a much greater distance than others can. You pick up on small visual details that others might overlook. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, actually, this is perfect for what you're looking for. Um, you can re-roll up to two dice on Aesthetics Water to check to spot minor details in an art piece or Martial Arts Ranged check to hit a faraway target. All right. So, Kyle, you've got one of those? I believe so. Cool. Was this for passion? Uh, no, this no. was... Over time. Where is it? Where's the list? Distinction. Distinction, yeah. Specific distinctions. Oh. Yeah, I yep. the, the sixth sense. Nice. Okay. Yeah, next is passions. We have animal bond. Armament. Brushwork, curiosity, daredevil, enlightenment, fashion, fortune telling, generosity, gossip, history. Uh, brain processing, pronunciation. Ikabane, I think. The art of arranging flowers. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Playfulness. <laughs> <laughs> And also properly followed up with provocative. Provocation? There we go, yeah. Yep. Sake. Nice. Secrets. <laughs> Stories. So I'm tea. Just good at drinking alcohol. Travel. I mean, uh, it's, it's just what they like that makes them feel at peace. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. having a nice glass of sake. Is just yeah, there's specific examples like, a, like, a whole, like a whole glass. Just, yeah. <laughs> and decanter. Remember, you can't. Or yeah. yourself. So it's it's things like you can identify regional variations in sake and other alcohols. You know a great deal about the various processes involved in making sake. It's not great. It takes say. twice as much alcohol as it does anyone else before you become intoxicated. Mm. And then the little mechanical tweaks are things like after performing a check to interact with fine art of fermented beverages, such as courtesy water to uh, serve alcohol according to proper procedure in a social setting, or labor water to ferment rice, you remove three strife. So all of these are like, after you do some things, you can remove three strife because you are refocusing and enjoying your passion. Yeah. Okay, I'll take secrets. Cool. Yep. Uh, you never forget a secret you have heard, and you instinctually know if something you have heard is common knowledge or information someone wants to conceal, even if you do, do not know who or why. After performing a check to acquire or preserve a secret, 
such as a meditation void check to resist efforts to pry a secret from you, or sentiment void check to have a hunch about whether someone is concealing a dreadful secret, you remove three strife. What's enlightenment? That's a big question. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a part of enlightenment. That's... You what feel no attachment to mundane items and earthly titles. You cannot be tempted with material wealth or the promise of power. After performing a check to detach yourself from material concerns, such as a meditation void check to contemplate your place in the universe, that is deep, or a survival void check to exist in harmony with your environment, also pretty deep, you remove three strife. Passion is 10, I thought. No, Passion is 11. Okay. Oh, right. They do them out in a different order for some reason. Um, specific adversary. Adversity. Adversities comes after that. Yep. Survival was one of the skills for um, if you disagree with Bushido, right? As one of the potentials, yes. Okay. Or you have a different interpretation of Bushido. Yeah. It's. Yeah, stepping back from a orthodox interpretation. Because you are a samurai. For the most part, you are either following or trying to uphold Bushido, even if you do not yourself follow it. As with the example of the scorpion. Well, they follow it, just... Yeah, they different. really ignore some of the <laughs> yeah, There's the Southern Baptists. Of, yes, but, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's but very yeah, much snakes so and shit, yes, right? But hold up, <laughs> Okay, so. I still need to pick a passion. I don't know how I feel about enlightenment. Yes, please. Okay. If you must. I think Kyle and I would both appreciate it. I'm far enough away that the coffee's keeping me warm. I'm (laughs) right fucking under it. Freezing. Uh, Curiosity, daredevil, fortune telling, brush work, animal bond. Is there a rock garden? I'm gonna go with animal bond. Okay. Reciprocating your interest, a small mundane animal of some kind has attached itself to you. Aww. Choose one silhouette, zero or one. <laughs> He's very cute. He just very demanding. <laughs> very <laughs> demanding. He's for medical purposes. No, Francis has, ne- has never been for medical purposes. <laughs> Choose one silhouette, zero or one animal. It follows you around wherever you go and generally acts as your companion. Choose a it crab. can be. <laughs> it can be cajoled to do whatever you want, okay, but it might need incentives, usually food, to perform difficult tasks on demand. If you are granted an animal as part of your starting outfit, that animal can be your companion regardless of the usual size restrictions. After performing, or, yeah, after performing a check to interact with an animal, such as Medicine Earth to check, uh, oh, Medicine Earth check to mend its injuries, or survival earth check, to calm it, you remove three strife. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, does everybody have a passion? You good with them? Got r- rock gardening. Nice. Ooh. You can't grow rocks. No, but I can lift them. This is part of the labor. <laughs> okay. 
So, so everybody else this has rock one of those. Will be over here. <laughs> everybody else has one of those Zen gardens where it's like I'm gently brushing the sand, and you're like, I'm doing it on a larger scale. <laughs> Boulder Boulders. <laughs> All right. Specific disadvantages. I think this is. Yeah, I think these Adversity. go or yeah. adversity. Adversities first. Steven's got me. Yep. And anxieties. Yep. I think those are after this. Oh, yeah. wordplay was another passion. They hit it in there. Well, you can't pick it. Yeah. It's too late. <laughs> too late. Every pun you make. <laughs> Just that, remove three That's now your yeah. adversity, is yeah. that you're required to <laughs> say puns. I mean, such as a composition air check to write a poem with a perfectly executed poetic pun, or a performance air check to subtly imply something to your audience via a double meaning. I'm seeing the... It's uh, just a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> kill lines. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, Jordan Peele in like a samurai outfit with the, the sweaty <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh, so here are the adversaries. Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to keep failing that one. Adversities. We've got a lot of these that basically feel like they are flips of the uh, advantages. Yeah, um, things like Benton's curse. Uh, yeah, a bitter betrothal. You are blackmailed by another character. Blindness, bluntness, <laughs> clumsiness, cognitive lapses. Got it. Uh, yeah, Daikoku, or Daikoku's Curse, which is the flip of the other game. Um, damaged heart or organ. Hmm. Deafness. Uh, discomforting continence. Discomforting <laughs> what? Countenance. 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 Yeah. I thought you said continence. Yep. Disturbing. Really... <laughs> <laughs> you can see why. A curse was... of its own right. Mm. Basically, you have some weird kind of physical kind of... It's a deformity, maybe, or some mm. kind of weird thing, and people are frightened of that. Right. Yep. Uh, disdain for a Bushido tenant. Uh, fractured spine. Oh, that's <laughs> very specific. That's characters in a wheelchair. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I think, can't do stairs. Lock. Sorry. I, I think the example text was something about, like, in a cart or something. Or something to that effect. Cool. Yeah. You're fucking Bram? You're just... Gotta find a tall guy to carry you around. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can have a gaijin name, culture, or appearance. Like Frank. Yeah. <laughs> they can literally just be a foreigner. Yeah. Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Toby could still. I can. I can see the still Tobe. being a. Yeah. Maybe Toby. 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 <laughs> I think that is a Kobe, but I am. <laughs> You've got haunting, an incurable illness, a lost arm or lost hand. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> De- yeah, it, it goes on. I have an incurable illness. So oh, cool. As lost eye, lost no, fingers, lost leg, lost Corona. memories. That's way worse back then. Maimed arm, maimed Those visage. Uh, mutinous, nerve damage, scorn of, insert group here, Shadowlands taint, nice. which mm. comes in all the varieties of the elements. 
So you get an air, an earth, a fire, a void, and a water version of the taint. Water taint. <laughs> if you or someone you love is suffering from a fire, fire taint, taint. <laughs> contact your Call doctor. Ken Nunn. You can have a sworn enemy. That's what mesothelioma is. Actually. Yeah, that's just fire taint. There are uh, whispers of cruelty, whispers of doom, whispers of failure, whispers of poverty, whispers of treachery. Those are all rumors, I'm assuming. Yeah. So, now that we've gotten through those, we've got the anxieties after. What was the one before Fractured Spine? Just a note, I also have a, fractured name, I also have a name generator available that will actually like generate things under your clan. Well, nice. Like, and masculine, feminine, or unisex versions of those names. So, like, they need something. Disdain for a Bushido tenant. Yeah, I think I'll go with that. Okay. You no longer believe in a chosen tenant of Bushido, though you still lose honor for disobeying it. When you act in accordance with this tenant of Bushido, others can sometimes sense your insincerity. <laughs> when you make a check to pay lip service to a tenant of Bushido or uphold it, such as a courtesy check to express its importance, or a meditation check to use a belief in this tenant to your advantage, you must choose to re-roll two dice containing a success or a greater success. After resolving the check, if you failed, you gain a void point. So which tenant are you have a disdain for? Compassion? <laughs> courage? Courtesy? Duty slash loyalty, honor, righteousness, or sincerity? Ooh. Sincerity? <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> sure, makes sense. Yep. For you, speaking and doing are not the same thing. So whispers of poverty. Yeah, let me look that up. What whispers? Like, <laughs> you're already poor! No, 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 I, I'm thinking, like, a like back history of... My family sent me to become a Togashi because they were so impoverished. Oh, I see. And so okay. it's it, it's the whispers of like my past and why I also kind of. So it's more about labor. your family than you, right? Yeah. Ah, okay. So you are well known, but not for the right reasons. Characters who do not know you personally always assume that you do not have financial uh, solvency and won't be able to muster resources quickly. Which makes sense, because you're a fucking monk. Especially when I'm like out there doing labor, they're like, yeah, this guy have money <laughs> to have someone else do it. He's working while he should be serving. Something is wrong here. Uh, when you make a check to acquire items quickly, or make a trade deals, such as com or command water, to win over troops under your command with the promise of reward, or commerce water, check to secure large or a large supply of a commodity or service, you do the success or greater successes re-rolled. Yep. Alright, everybody good on that one? I that still one? need an adversity. Okay. How does meat work? You... Okay. <laughs> Muteness. I see, I see what you're asking. Okay. You are physically or psychologically unable to produce intelligible spoken words. You can still make yourself understood through signing, or signing, gestures, and meaningful looks. When you make a check 
for which you <laughs> for which you must use your tone of voice uh, uh, er, yeah to make your tone of voice understood by others such as command error to convey uh, nuanced information to others or a perform error check to impersonate someone convincingly you do the re-roll setup hmm. might do something else. Okay. Anything you're thinking about? Do fractured spine so the monk can wheel you around the battlefield while you're shooting arrows. <laughs> I mean, I, I could see if you want to lean into the idea that your clan kind of like, hey, you should go over there um, mentality of why you were assigned. Whispers of Doom. Um, effectively, you're well known, but not for the right reasons. Uh, characters who do not know you personally always assume that those around you will perish or meet a bad end. <laughs> Even if you survive to spread your ill fortune further. <laughs> That's generally true of all of your characters. <laughs> it's true. You survive. <laughs> when making a check to dispel someone's false pre- er, preconceptions, such as a courtesy void check to get someone to question their decision, or a command void check to get someone to see the pointlessness of their position you have to re-roll two successes or greater successes. And a failure will grant you a void point. Mm. That is interpersonal and infinite. <laughs> no, but that, that would be kind of hilarious without everything builds. This is why I have to have an indomitable will, because I'm always like super anxious because just tough it out, just tough it out. <laughs> so get tighten up the bootstraps. I don't remember most. There's I mean it's, there is a ton of them. Or roughly around blindness, and maybe even a little further. Have blindness and keen sight at the same time. Yep. <laughs> Fucking daredevil. I mean, basically, yeah. Although I'd almost argue he has keen hearing, but superheroes do weird things to those examples. You can probably work on the part five stuff as we wait as well, because a lot of that is stuff like 
what do people notice about you upon first encountering your character? So it's details, standout stuff. I mean, it could be, yeah. They just walk up to you, and it's that Austin Powers moment of look at that mole. <laughs> yep. You and look then... terrible, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> my lord has no nose. How does he smell? Terrible. How does your character react to stressful situations? What are your character's pre-existing relationships with other clans, families, organizations, traditions? Um, that also apparently will prop you an item at some point. How would your character's parents describe them? Ends up, I'm guessing, with a freeform skill boost. I'll double check that. Yeah. Nice. And then, who? Uh, yeah, I think it, like a lot of the other skill increases, it, it has to be a skill for which you don't already have a rank in it. Ah, okay. So it's a zero to one. Who is your character named to honor? That's a E10 table where you, hmm. you get roll to... twice to get two options on the left. Oh, nice. And then you roll in once more to get a particular like, skill bonus. From that. Hmm. Samurai heritage. Then you get to kick, pick your personal name. And the final one is the biggest question for a samurai. How should your character die? How, how do they wish to go out of this world? Some wish to fall in battle. Others wish to die in service in other ways. Some are looking forward to retiring, teaching, training members of their clan, and dying peacefully. Depends on who you are. But a samurai is always thinking about it to some degree. Mostly because it's a dangerous job. <laughs> Somebody's gonna do it. Yeah. Well, you're born into it. Clearly your choice. <laughs> Start snoring, you get <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the one final bit for anxieties, which again has a nice short little list of things to run over. Is there two things of adversities or mm-hmm. yeah, effectively. Um yeah. There's the one more specific one that's basically like the flip of distinctions that we just read through. And then after that, there's the anxieties, um, which will cover things like, hey, do you have a phobia? Oh, that's supposed to be anxiety, not adversity. Yeah, they do it in a weird order compared to the book. I don't know why. Well, I mean, it's just written as adversity twice instead of Ah, anxiety. They are adverse. Yeah, it's weird. Oh no, no, that would be a mistyping. Yeah. Yeah, because they've got fear, a, concern, yeah, they, troubles. That that's the anxiety. Yeah, they've got a general term for it, um, which is like your advantage disadvantage kind yeah, of stuff. Advantages yeah.
So for advantage for 13? Mm-hmm. What are those? Uh, I think that's a slightly different one. Yeah. Borrow this book real quick then. Yeah, because that, that one's definitely a little bit more of a choice. 93. Who has your character learned the most from during their life? This kind of breaks down into uh, one advantage related to your character's mentor and their relationship, or one disadvantage related to your character's mentor and their relationship, and one rank and a skill that your character developed as a result of your character's closest confidant and their relationship. And would, so would that have to be a rank zero? Nope. Not for this one. No? Yeah. Okay, I think I'll take the skill and did disadvantage. Okay. And they do have the, if you want to create your own advantage or disadvantage, consult your GM using the guidance in this location to create one. But I'd recommend stick with the book for the most part. Um, unless you've got something very clear and straightforward. That so it's probably going to be like the one of the like lead monks. Mm. So I don't know what the disadvantage would be. Well, you've got some choices. I picked my disadvantage. Okay. Well, then let's go through these specific anxieties, which are more of these uh, adversaries. Adversities? Yep. My brain keeps going for conflict. So these are things like addiction, battle trauma, cynicism, (laughs) dark secret, delusions of grandeur, fear of death, ferocity, impatience, intolerance, Irrepressibly flirtatious. Okay. (laughs) Got that one. Check. Jealousy, materialism, meekness, painfully honest, paranoia, perfectionism, phobia, soft heartedness, and superstition. I suppose that means you could grab another phobia if you wanted to, or not phobia, uh, another anxiety if you wanted to, as well, something that you got from that second relationship. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, it can just be like, uh, you, you're, you picked up the bad habits of your teacher um, in some way. So then would it be an adversity or was it, would it be an, the uh, anxiety? I think it can be either. It just has to be negative. Mm-hmm. Because it says a specific disadvantage, right? Yeah, it says disadvantage. Yep, so that's either or. Either or, okay. Yep. So yeah, maybe it's like, uh, you had a, you know, a teacher who helped train you um, yet again in labor or something like that, but as a result of a horrific plowing incident... Uh. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> okay, so I, I'm going to do delusions of grandeur because. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, of, one of my uh, ninja is to like lead my own like monastery. Nice. And yeah. so it, it's it's the idea that I will yeah. accomplish this. I'll be one of the greatest. Yeah. Be number one. So for 13, I took the skill increase and disadvantage, and mm -hmm. the disadvantage I'd like to have is gambling. It's like, I cannot pass up a bet. Let's see what we got. Uh, see if something we've got is close to that, or if there's an easy way we can kind of... Well, there's the curse that every time you gamble, you lose money. Addiction! I mean, that's also an option. Yeah. I mean, it, it's an addiction to gambling at that point, right? Yeah. yeah. Um... Choose an addictive substance or experience. Yeah. Experience. Um, deprivation from this substance or experience for more than three days causes shakes, chills, <laughs> distraction, or even more violent physical symptoms that become increasingly difficult to conceal. At that point, it should just probably be sex. <laughs> <laughs> You're Six calling eight. that one. I Six mean, eight, gambling. gambling at the very least would still have you in a situation where it's like, yeah, you can even meet with people and play cards. That's a problem. <laughs> um, after performing a check to resist the substance or the experience, such as a fitness earth check to suppress signs of your addiction during log long absences from the substance or experience, or a meditation earth check to resist pursuing the experience or substance, remove three strife. It is the... Or if this is the first time this has occurred this scene, gain one void point. Mm. That doesn't sound good for me. I mean, it takes three when... days of not gambling before you're like... I, I would lean into the, like, you know, fidgeting and nervousness of, like, I just... I, I need that, that shot of random chance in my life. But you may choose other things. I will not push you into a corner for this. Will you let me get creative with my gambling? I mean, as long as it ends up being that, like, something monetary or something, something is important. Yeah. yeah, is at stake and not like, I bet he's going to trip in the next five minutes and nothing's on the line. Then it's like, like, yeah. Put your finger. Oh, oh, yeah, that can that can go <laughs> go dark real quick. Is there any, like, disadvantage that would be, like, something like bloodlust? Like kind once, of sounds like, like ferocity. Once I kill, once I kill something, like, I'm just kind of on a warpath or something. When you strike, you have trouble holding back your power. There we go. And yeah. you tend to lash out, even when a subtler approach would be more appropriate. When you defeat a minion NPC, the minion is always killed, even if you would prefer to in incapacitate them. After performing a check to intentionally hold back or apply force subtly, such as a game's air check to manipulate your opponent, or a martial arts melee air check uh, to strike a precise blow, you receive three strike. If this is the first time this has happened during a scene, gain one void point. Yep. I don't know, maybe like me. whispers of sluttery. <laughs> Uh, Dirty talk. 
<laughs> Can't pass up sexual innuendo. I'm trying to think, because I don't know. I don't think they would have the like puritanical belief that sex is bad. So I don't know in context if being easy would even be a negative. Or if it would just be like, no, that's maybe just being a, a open, character trait. Being, being open uh, about it might More be. leaning into... Maybe. I like, don't know, yeah. Sex is fine, but, like, don't talk about it. Don't, like, it's not, it shouldn't be a four. Well, I'm sure there's certain company where it's like, yeah. Well, there's the ir- irrepensible uh, flirtation where they just are always... Yeah, always flirt. I already have that. Was yeah. number one. Yeah. Yeah. Number one with a two. But I was thinking more along the lines of people automatically assume I use it to gain advantage over them. Whispers of seduction? I mean, I'm... Is that a thing? I'm trying to process through, like, how to make it flow. Duplicity? Um, Because things like, you know, whispers of treachery, it's making a check to see if you can get others to trust you. Whispers of poverty, it's making a check to make to see if you can get items quickly or trade deals. I'm trying to think how you would flip that for this, where it's like, how does it apply? Where does it pop up aside from people see you and they go, you're using that to your advantage? I, I feel like it's it's almost more an explanation for something else. Like, it could be whispers of treachery and the explanation is, oh, She's just looking for sex and is willing to be treasonous as part of that. Or, yeah, whispers of failure could be the same idea of you'd rather get laid than complete your mission sort of mentality. Um, it's it's the second part I'm having trouble finding a yeah. way to get it to fall into. Yeah, The first part, I think, works fine from, like, a social... St- standpoint but yeah I'm still not 100% sure how they how Rokugan views sex ah the fun questions we ask (laughs) Uh, let's see maybe we can always get you a sworn enemy yeah let's do that sworn enemy celibacy (laughs) (laughs) Scorn of select one group. <laughs> Scorn of virgins. <laughs> Alright. Uh, sworn enemy. You and your GM should create a character to be your sworn enemy. Your sworn enemy exists within the world and periodically meddles in your affairs, directly or indirectly, at the GM's discretion. If your sworn enemy uh, perishes, you must either remove this disadvantage, acquire a new sworn enemy, perhaps someone who hates you, because of your role in the demise of the previous one, or find a way for your deceased foe to continue playing a role in your life. When you make a check to remain rational in the presence of the person you hate, such as a courtesy earth check to interact with this person without being provocative, or a meditation earth check to stay stoic in the face of their insults... That's perfect. Cool. (laughs) 
soon as a person leaves their house, they have seven enemies. <laughs> okay. People done with 13. I still need to do that. Okay. So you can either choose an advantage you want to get, or you can bump a skill up and choose another disadvantage. So yet again, all the choices are available. After that, yeah, it's description of your character, personal habits, quirks. Where are the advantages? Uh, right before disadvantage, which isn't super helpful. Uh, page... Around 116. Okay. One starts at uh, 101. Specific, yeah. And then goes from there. Okay. 14 also has you picking a specific little distinctive aesthetic accoutrement. Um, a bit of flair, as they describe it. Uh, scarf, hair ornament, engraved scabbard, eye patch, etc. So just, if somebody was designing you as an anime character, <laughs> what would keep you from just being bog standard anime face? Gotta get that identifiable silhouette. Yep. You need something. Silhouette test. Yeah, it's important. Sixteen also has you grabbing an item of rarity seven or lower that comes from your family, clan, organization, etc. Um, effectively, a gift given to you uh, for any number of reasons. Part of it is you kind of coming up with a little bit of that if you would like. It can be as simple as, "Hey, it was a present for your gampuku," or. If you've been around a while, maybe you've done something for a clan member, family, something like that, and they have rewarded you. Can I pick up King Harry? Is there an item list? Yep. It is a little further in, I think. Equipment. There we go. So we're looking at things like the obvious weapons, armor, ranged weapons, there's personal effects as well, which are not contained to a list, but are just listed out. Um, things like bottle of sake, boyer's kit, calligraphy set, chopsticks, uh, 
Daisho stand. So a nice little set for your swords. Assuming you have both. Uh, Did you say warrior's kit? No, Daisho. Daisho set. Or Daisho stand. No, earlier. Chopsticks? No, boyer. Oh. B-O-Y. Or B-O-W-Y-E-R. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dyson cup, if you want to gamble on the go. Divination <laughs> kit. A finger of jade. Games, just in general. Games, go, shogi, others. Um... Medicine kit, uh, musical instrument. Ooh, what is this one? Omamari, a uh, protective charm of sorts. Mm. Personal seal or chop. You can have a pillow book, which is more so a book you would read before bed. Oh, um, I, but uh, it can be. It... <laughs> Someone's written some words on a pillow. Oh. Yep. Uh, okay. This is a small, <laughs> loosely bound, cheaply made book written in a genre some samurai consider insufficiently serious, such as romance, adventure, or poetry. They can also be an account of a famous person's life or an ab adaptation of a diary. Occasionally, important literary or academic works are converted to pillow books to make them more portable. Uh, you could get yourself a vial of poison. Shit. Quiver of arrows, rope by the foot, just like fruit. <laughs> a sake cup, spices, sweets, a tattoo needle, well, needles. A tea set, which is definitely right at the edge of that. A tent. Which comes in a couple of different varieties. A Chom Chong variety, which is definitely more unicorn focused. Tents are large enough to accommodate up to a dozen people in relative comfort. Uh, used as small houses for noble families when they're in the field. Uh, you can get a small tent or a yurt. Traveling rations, an umbrella, a whetstone. Pretty much all the equipment... Actually, I think all of the equipment I listed is rarity 7 or lower. And if you're looking at poison, there are three different quick options. You have a noxious poison, a fire biter, and a night milk. Oh, oh my. Just going to the bathroom to make some night milk. Mm. <laughs> Don't like that. I feel like I missed something. Probably for yeah. the best. Cool. That's great. Okay. If cum was called night milk. What? No. <laughs> what? No. This is absolutely <laughs> important to me. Alright. Someone uh, been able to pick a ninja. Me can circle back around to it later. Yeah. Uh, you can get your hands on pretty much any type of armor you're looking for, with the exception of plated armor. That's rarity eight, so that's out. 
But you can go from sleeping garb to lacquered armor. Those of you who have sanctified robes, you actually have uh, a little bit of physical defense, but three points of supernatural defense. So cool. Because I might need armor. Uh, I'm thinking I'd like to have some armor. Okay. Uh, there's concealed armor, which might interest you, mm-hmm. given your background. Um, it Effectively, it's concealed armor, gives you two physical defense, used by cautious courtiers, shinobi, and anyone else who fears assassination. Concealed armor is a kimono, a kikoji, or other garment with thin bamboo or metal plates sewn into, no, sewn into, weird phrasing, okay, sewn into, sewn inside to turn an unexpected blade or arrow. Okay. So that's too physical? Yep, too physical. Okay. And its qualities are concealable. It's a rarity four and usually costs five koku. Armor ain't cheap. Her gem clothes does give some... Hmm? What clothes? Traveling. Yeah, physical too. It's pretty standard, it's durable, it's mundane, and it's subtle. It doesn't stand out, which is nice. I do have that. Nice. But I need the armor for every occasion. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to look like you're not... Oh wait, I have common clothes. Ah, yeah. Well, that's only one, but still. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, concealed armor sounds great for when you're going to a more formal event and traveling clothes would stand out. Mm-hmm. Yes, apparently I had three different kinds of clothes I got. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen for how does your character react to a stressful situation? Uh, that's more so in the lines of when your character unmasks. What are they more likely to do in that moment when emotion overwhelms you and you kind of break out of society's expectations for a moment? Um, yeah, describe a noteworthy physical response that your character has during times of stress. Note it under personalities, habits, and quirks on the character sheet. As your character's strife approaches their composure, your character might display this behavior, and it could play a part anytime they unmask. Okay, so what I had wrote down was deep breathing, so that probably wouldn't be so applicable. I mean, it could be. Like, it's... 
it's it's leaning into the idea that you're probably going to fall back on training. You're going to go to a much more base Inters. trained, yeah, instinct. Um, yeah, I I think it lends to the idea that you're going to act more instinctual than you are consciously. Or potentially the flip, depending on how you want to spin it, of you're trying to slow your breathing to focus, and maybe you overthink things. So, I'm thinking reckless for that. That's like a good unmasking moment. Um, I, I could kind of see it. Like, as your strife starts building up, you start taking more reckless yeah. and rash actions, but... It, they're almost looking for more like of a tick. Mm. I almost feel like. Uh, okay, so if it's a tick, then. Although samurai are supposed to maintain proper decorum and conceal their emotions, for few friends. of them are truly able to control their feelings at all times. Even the most stoic and rigidly self-controlled samurai occasionally lets out a true sign of feeling, especially when they are being berated by their lord or treated disrespectfully by their subordinates? What emotions does your character show and why? What events or feelings can make them lose their self-control? Conversely, what emotions can they always control no matter what? Describe a noteworthy physical response that your character has during a time of stress and note it under the personality habit and quirk. I'm going to write down crying because that's how I am in real life. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I guess they're leaning more for like a physical response. I think you're. I think it basically just needs to be slightly rephrased to um, fit what they're looking. How about Glee? So yeah, like, or just like, just extremely. Yeah, you're you're almost looking forward to it, like subconsciously. You're like, I'm getting close to snapping. Oh boy. <laughs> The conscious part is watching the unconscious part, like, rev up. <laughs> Here we go! <laughs> Throws Mario an open spin dryer. I keep getting stuck on what do people notice first upon encountering your character, because I literally have a small animal following me around. <laughs> So, like, that would be the first thing people would notice, but then that's not me, so I have to mm -hmm. pick something What's else. What's up with that Wolverine that's just a little <laughs> No, 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 man, look at me, look at me. <laughs> Is that a man. honey badger? <laughs> you don't need no stinking badgers. Honey badger don't give a fuck. Alright. I mean, if that's the case, then move on to another one and come back to it. Yeah. 16's the one where you're looking at pre-existing relationships between clan, family, organizations, traditions. Um, and from a cynical standpoint, what you physically got out of it. Okay. <laughs> Where's the item list? Uh, in the back. Starts on 230... The individual items are on 244. 230 starts with weapons. 
You could theoretically get a katana if you haven't had one already. That's okay. You know. So I don't have one. Wait, not 244, 240. Maybe. Okay. A little bit further than that. 242. Aha. Are the personal effects. Oh, yeah, goes. Oh, 242. 242 starts personal effects, but this is any item, so if you want it to oh. be a weapon or armor, you can do those instead. <laughs> I definitely want a Bowyer's kit. Yeah, that'd be an easy one to go with. Family's boy use kit, or maybe one specifically from your clan. Get their own little sets. Took a finger of jade. Nice. It's like one of the one of the families probably use it as like the gift slash payment for instruction of oh no yeah one of their child children. A nice price, yeah. That's what I'm gonna go with for the, uh, what do people supposed to notice insanity. about you? Mm-hmm. Really bad at making eye contact. <laughs> I, I went with meekness for my, my Disadvantage. fear, my, yeah. So, like, I'm very fr- frail and fragile, please do not look at me. <laughs> What's personal accoutrement? That's just like what little thing stands out about you. Oh. Yeah. A little physical knickknack or something like that. Um, do you always have a nice little flower in your hair? Do you have a specific, like, um, facial feature? Yeah. Or something you always have in your hair or um, something on your kimono? Just. A little knickknack that stands out, or an element about you. I mean, it could literally just be like, doesn't look at people in their eyes. There you go. And then when anybody hits to 18, let me know. Okay. I've got the Samurai Heritage Table on there. Roll two ten-sided dice, consult those numbers on the next page to see entries on two potential famous relatives of the last generation. Choose one of the two options. Then roll a ten-sided die again as specified by that entry. Did we do 17? Uh, yeah, it's... How would your parents... Might not have done it yet, but yeah. Okay, yeah, how would your parents... Click on that one. Yeah. Record the nature of the relationship between the character and their parents for immediately family or immediate family members. Um, additionally, gain one rank of skill or of one skill in which your character has zero ranks, and determine whether your character's parents approve of this extracurricular interest or see it as a regrettable deviation and why. <laughs> Knows his feng shui plus one to aesthetics. Your parents hate it, though. You keep rearranging their house. 
Yo, it it's, it even applies to the rocks. It's it's the feng shui of the rock garden. <laughs> I do not know enough about feng shui to the placement thing. Get on it. Mm. Get on it. It's not like I know very much. I'm only rank one. Yeah. All right. So. Two and four. What are your first two rolls? Those will get you some options to look at. Two and four. Two and four? Two, a glorious sacrifice. One of your ancestors perished nobly in battle, and one of your signature items vanished with them or was lost in subsequent years. Four, dynasty builder. One of your ancestors was instrumental in the rise of a powerful lord using cunning stratagems and shrewd advice to secure their ascension. You have heard this story many times and know, importance, or know the importance of power subtly wielded. So choose one of those two. I'll choose the second because I think... Dynasty builder. Okay. Uh, they, they built the dynasty for someone else, but my family ended up along the wayside. Modifiers. Decrease your glory by three. Okay. Glory go down. Then roll a ten-sided die again to determine a social skill in which you gain one rank. I still maybe almost have. Roll a die? Mm-hmm. Just ten-sided? Yep. Four. Four. Courtesy. Courtesy go up. All right. Kyle. I had a nine and a four. Nine and a four. Okay, four. so you... Four was dynasty. So. Yep, you heard that one. The other one is Imperial Heritage. I'm rolling your details. You can trace your lineage back to the Imperial line. Nice. Which is impressive. <laughs> four. Uh, the modifiers are that four decreases glory by three, and nine increase your status by ten. You just roll again. Which is sizable. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm going with. Cool. Uh, you also gain the Blessed Lineage Advantage. This can be assigned in excess of the normal limitations on advantages at character creation. So you also just get another advantage. Oh, okay. I cool. See. Yep. Blessed lineage. Six. Okay, six and nine. Nice. So imperial nice. heritage again. Mm. Also nice. Uh, however, okay, six might interest you as well. Ruthless Victor. One of your ancestors claimed a bloody victory over a rival smashing their force with a cunning maneuver or seizing their domain after vanquishing them in battle. For this relative or their story, you learned well the importance of brute force. Modifier, decrease your honor by five, but you get to roll to gain a martial skill, increasing it one rank. Okay, well, I'll take that one. Okay. So, honor goes down by five? Yep. And then roll a 10-sider, and we'll see which martial skill go up. Two. Two. Fitness. Fitness go up. Okay. Mind if we sneak ahead to 18 for you? Roll two ten-sided dice to begin with. This is Samurai Heritage. Um, I got an eight and a three. Nice, okay. Two completely new ones. Three, Wondrous Work. One of your ancestors crafted a piece 
of great beauty that won renown for your family and others expect you to live up to their legacy. Increase glory by five. And you get to uh, roll a die to gain a artistic skill, an artisan skill. Stolen knowledge is eight. One of your ancestors learned a secret of another school and clandestinely passed it down through the ages. Now it has reached you. Decrease your honor by five, but you know one additional technique. Roll a ten-sided die, again, to determine the category. Could be kata, uh, shoji, ritual, incantation, kiho, maho, or ninjutsu. And then select one technique with a prerequisite of school rank one and learn that technique. You can perform that technique even if you are normally not allowed by your school. Okay. So, what do I do for three? I need to roll again? Yep, roll again, and you get a artisan skill bump. So, wondrous work. And glory go up by five. Ten. Smithing! Oh, nice. Yeah. Smithing go up. Forge of a metal bow. <laughs> I think it's crafting in general. I have to actually find the skills, though. So I was looking under trade, and it turns out smithing isn't a trade skill, it's an artisan skill. So that should help me find it a little bit quicker. Conflict, techniques, skills. Smithing covers the creation of arms and armor for ceremonial and battlefield use. the stolen knowledge. Yep. No, I'll go with the um, wondrous work. Okay. Keep your honor. And what is what glory goes up by? Glory goes up by five. Okay. Yep. Sounds like most people are nearing the end. Yeah. Kyle, things looking good? Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, what goes in the Samurai Heritage box? Uh, the work. Oh. Great work, I think it is okay. called. Wondrous work. And that's those bonuses. As recorded above. Yep. Alright. At this point, I think it's effectively compressed stuff down into the character sheet, and we are ready to roll. Name and how to die. Yep. All proper samurai fully expect to die in service of their lord, and it is said that every samurai lives 
at three times, or lives all times three feet from death, the length of a katana's blade. However, some deaths have more meaning than others. And there are plenty of samurai whose outward facade of courage hides a deep-seated fear of mortality. How would, your, how would you like your character to end? Will they fulfill their destiny and join their ancestors in Yomi, the realm of sacred ancestors, or will their soul be forced to undertake another cycle, the celestial wheel of reincarnation? This has no mechanical implications, but you should keep it in mind. Your GM certainly will. that we can get like an hour of gaming yeah still haven't decided my name joe one day they've got some examples early on if you want to look through those again i couldn't find them they're pretty early page like 20 uh they make mention of it during the character creation process but they don't actually give the examples at that point it's a little earlier uh, forward from there, I think. I think they start talking about one more, maybe. They start talking about maybe not. Do not know the book like the back of my hand yet. There we go. The examples are in the sidebars. Okay. Definitely let me know if you need any numbers for gear and stuff looked up. 
one gear. <laughs> and if you want to look over techniques, make any little notes about their usage. So if we need to, we can look up the specifics. I don't think a lot of these are going to fit on the sheet in full detail. That we can do as well. I remember what Whispers of the Court does, but I don't mm -hmm. remember the role for it. Okay, so these are considered not Kata, not Kohi, not they're, Invocation. They're Suji. Suji. Right, a lot of Invocations. Rituals. More invocations. Shuji. Okay. Feel free to write down page 20 or 214. Um, actually, that starts it, but are these earth, air, fire, water, or void? It's probably air, I think. Okay. If they're both air, that's the right number then for the page. Whispers of the Court? Yeah. As a scheme action. You may make a courtesy error check, targeting each character in the scene. The TN of this check is equal to the lowest vigilance among your targets. In fact, if you succeed, you create a rumor that sweeps around the room like a storm. Everyone in the scene hears it, and, a char er, and characters with vigilance lower than your bonus successes even come to give it some credence. If spreading a rumor is your social objective in Intrigue, you score rhetoric points equal to your air ring plus your bonus successes. Okay. And uh, the Ninjutsu Deadly Strike, I just don't know what it does. Because I didn't have to choose that one. Okay. I'm going to guess Ninjutsu's a little further. Yep. Uh, feel free to write down... Page 226. And then this is Deadly Sting. Yeah. That's a rank two. Nice. Uh, poison is not a weapon an honorable samurai would choose to use, but it is tremendously effective. As an attack action, you may use one dose of a poison and make a TN3 martial arts air check used or using a ready readied concealable weapon targeting one character within the weapon's range. If you succeed, apply the chosen poison to your weapon. Then, the target suffers physical damage equal to the deadliness of your weapon plus your bonus successes. So, the, to actually use that, I have to have both a concealable weapon and a vial of poison? Yep. Using a readied concealable weapon 
So readied implies that it's out or it can be quick or drawn quickly enough, yeah. um, which is its I think its own property. But I'm pretty sure I don't have either one of those things. <laughs> Something to work with time. Yeah. Lance, you good on your techniques? Yeah. Cool. Got all the pieces? I think so. Okay. They literally only have four ninjutsu. Void points is a drive stat. Mm -hmm. All right. Is that just your void stats? I think it's half. That would be interesting if it's half because uh, mine's one. It might be half round up, but yeah. I I do believe they are hard to come by. Five rings, character. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's. Vigilance, I was thinking of that's half. Let's see, void points. The character begins the game with void points equal to half their void ring, rounded up, and can accrue a maximum number of void points equal to the value of their void ring. If a character's current void points equal their void ring, they can no longer gain further void points. Okay, so our, our maximum is... Your maximum is your void ring. Yeah, your void ring. And our current is, is half, half rounded up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So if you've only got one, then you are at your max. All right. Uh, and then to run through derived attributes, if everybody's ready for that, or if people haven't already done it, because it looks like the character sheet shows it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, then I won't even worry about it. It's just math at that point. Mm -hmm. Other than the fatigue at the end of the I think that's supposed to be like damage. Yeah, fatigue uh, is okay, damage. Gotcha. Um, yeah, as your your endurance is your max for that. a huge difference. They're both in like like new condition. I know I found what the razor edge quality did, but then I look in here and I can't find it again. 
Oh yeah, I need the razor edged. Yep. Some weapons are particularly sharp and thus brittle and must be carefully honed to keep functioning at their best. The traditional Rokugani katana is one of these weapons. It's keen edge. Uh, it lets it he or hew off limbs more easily than other swords, but it is also more susceptible to damage if swung carelessly at armored foes. When you succeed at an attack action check that deals damage to a target using a razor-edged item, if the damage dealt is reduced to zero before, uh, yeah, before they defend, this item becomes damaged. When you make an attack action check with a razor edge weapon, you may spend uh, the little advantage symbol. Uh, treat the deadliness weapon, the deadliness of this weapon, as one higher per advantage spent this way, or opportunity for this system. I think. And so then, if I also have the durable quality, durable item crafted or crafted to last can endure damage that would destroy less well-made weapons. If a durable item would become damaged, it loses durability instead. If a durable item would be destroyed, it loses by durable and becomes damaged instead. Okay, so it just buys it down a bit. Yeah, because my void fists become durable and razor-edged. Nice. Yeah, I need the... Uh, stats for my weapons. Okay, what you got? I got uh, a Yumi, a Wakasashi, and a Katana. Yumi, ranged weapon. So, skill ranged. Range 2 to 5. Damage 5. DLS 3. Grips, it's two-handed. It has no qualities. And I don't think this matters to you, but it's rarity three and costs three koku. Okay. Back we go to Kurtona and the Waki. Alright, Wakazashi is a melee weapon. Range zero to one. Damage 3, DLS 5, which DLS is deadliness, lethality of a weapon, more likely to inflict gruesome injuries or death. Its grips are one-handed, nothing, two-handed, deadliness plus two. It has the qualities ceremonial and razor edged. Okay. The katana, melee, range one, damage four, deadliness five. Two-handed, it gains two deadliness, and it is also ceremonial and razor-edged. Okay. 
Okay, I think that's everything. Nice. Anybody else have any other items that need looking up yeah. at the moment? All right. Let me know when you are ready. So I also had a wakazashi. Okay. That's a melee weapon. Zero to one range. Three damage. Five deadliness. DLS. When it's two-handed, it gains two deadliness. That might be under grips, if that's an option. If not, don't worry about it. Uh, its qualities are ceremonial and razor's edge. And that is all. If you're an archer, so I'm going to guess you've got a bow of some sort. You mean? Okay. You have a small psychic child. for the Yumi's stats? Yep. Okay. Range 2 to 5. Damage 5. Deadliness 3. It's two-handed and no qualities. Okay. And then I also have a bow staff. Bow staff. Oh, melee, one to two range. Six damage. Two deadliness. It is two-handed and is considered mundane. Are those qualities? Mundane is the quality. Mundane. Yep. And then for my sanctified robes... Do you say that counts as armor? Yep. One physical armor, three spiritual armor. Or supernatural, I think is the appropriate term. Yes, supernatural, three physical, one. They are also technically ceremonial in their quality. Ah, okay. 
That's how critical strikes work. All right. Is it time to wake Jason? It might be, or he's in the bathroom. I'm not sure what he's doing. He might have gone in there to avoid me poking him awake every two minutes. <laughs> he might be asleep in the bathroom. He might be asleep in the bathroom. Oh, might be right. Everybody good to go, though? Or slash And then void is... These are things I should write down as well. Oh, I guess sacred arrows would go under combat skills. It's like your no. ability school ability. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. I think it'd go yeah under techniques probably. Oh, I see. Okay. And I will pop the page open so you can either write it down or write down the page number so we can quickly reference it. Or I guess instead of cramming it on the sheet, yeah, your, space school, your call. I guess I'll be playing the part of Jason. All right. <laughs> there you go. I keep. You either want to write it, write down the page number, or get a general feel for what goes on. Well, you already know what type of game it is. I do. Yep. We've played it before. Well, I was going to say, you know, triple X kind of. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, it's a porn game, clearly. <laughs> I have determined that from my eavesdropping while I was reading about interpersonal communication and I psychology mean, professions. Somewhat fitting. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely a level of intimacy to this game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Touching the white dragon is communication. Hey now. <laughs> I'm gonna need to look these up. Yep, we'll be able to pull on those as we get to them. Yep. Okay. okay. Uh, they should be chapter like four, I think, is techniques. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they're ordered by what type of technique they are, from like kata as it goes. Okay. So it's kind of a pain to look things up. It's organized, but it's not purely alphabetical, so I kind of don't like it. <laughs> yeah, because it's even organized by the elements. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's race around the circle and introduce everybody. I know Jason's so congratulations. a congratulations. generator. <laughs> yeah, he's got it pulled up. Oh, nice. Um... Kayato Kyo is what's pulled up right now. And it is for Phoenix. It is Phoenix, unisex. <coughs> so I'm assuming that was for you, Maria. K-A-I-T-O. But if you want a new one, I can absolutely click the button. Yep. Um, circle back to me. Okay. Anyone else need a name? I need a name for my sworn enemy. Well, okay, what does your sworn enemy belong to? Any class. <laughs> what about Centipede? <laughs> of course. I, I imagine this sworn enemy is somebody who blames me for my ancestors' bloody defeat of them. So it could even be a minor clan. Yeah, I mean, it could be, it could be a number of things. Well, minor um, clan centipede. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Just saying. <laughs> so, whatever you think's appropriate there. Uh, Score. I mean, I... I frog? Is it a frog? Scorpion <laughs> and a frog. <laughs> is it deer, falcon, tortoise, mantis, centipede? Tortoise is close. All right. Tortoise isn't bad. Yeah. Tortoise? We'll, we'll go with the tortoise clan. Okay. Tortoise Do you, would you like a feminine, masculine, or... Uh, unisex. Unisex. Let's make it feminine. Feminine. Okay. Kasuga. All right, you're going to have to spell that. K-A-S-U-G-A-H-I-M-E-K-O. Glad I got my homework done so I could... Just in time. (laughs) Anyone else need anything? He's good. I mean, yeah, as we can start with you for introductions, then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Lance, who are you playing? Togashi Kojiro. T-O-G-A-S-H-I-K-O-J-I-R-O. Monk Dragon? Yep. yep. So, Togashi obviously being family name. Yep. Yep. Probably in about mid forties. Looks younger than than that though. All that monastic living. Just by virtue of fit. All, this, all that fresh air up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and got like two fitness. The classic, somewhat buff monk. The the. Feature I put is more like chiseled. It's like instead of like sharp, mm. angular. It's you can tell it. It looks like it's been chis- from chiseled out of stone, yeah. but very sharply. <laughs> not like if you not touch blunt. him, you will bleed. <laughs> Although it looks pretty blunt. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you are effectively what dragon monk. Okay, Kyle. I'm Io Nakamura. Just I O N A K A M U R A. So is that family name, personal name, or personal name, family name? Personal family. Okay. So should I write it the other way, Nakamura? You? Technically, like that's the way it would go. Yeah, they as do. As we can remember which is which. Yeah. Nakamura definitely sounds like the family name. Yeah. Yeah, they tend to write it family name, personal name. Family comes first. So you are the crab. Like the crab, witch hunter, kuni. Yeah. Bushi Shugendra. Basically a warrior of the wall. Nice. Roughly how old are you thinking? 30s. Uh, oh, right. Uh, he, him? Okay. And then same for you, Lance. He, him? Yep. Okay. He's quite large. 
And he's only like six three, but that's like pretty big <laughs> compared to everyone else. He's pretty pretty grizzled and haggard looking. All right, Robert. It's Sojuro Benisado. All right, definitely spelling. Okay, so Shuro, S H O, S U, R O, and Benisato is B E N I S A T O. Means woman who keeps snakes in strange places. Oh my! Nice. (laughs) If you're familiar with Ninja Scrolls, she was one of the characters in that. Oh, okay. Okay. I am not, but good to know. (laughs) I like it. Uh, You are our. Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Resident Scorpion. I uh, does it describe you as like the Bushi, the monk, Shigenja? Do you remember? I did not see any of that. Okay. It may not have been set to you, would be my guess. That's Uh, Shinobi Courtier. I believe. Because, yeah. So, Shuru. Yep. Yeah. So, Mage Courtier, effectively. Or Shinobi, so, yeah. Not Mage, but Ninja. Uh, rough age? Uh, mid-twenties. Okay. And I'm guessing she, her? Yep. Okay. All right. Not too far out from that uh, one ceremony where they... Uh, yep, the Gempuku. Yeah. Yep. It can start as early as 14, but that's assuming you were placed in school immediately and did fairly well and succeeded your first time around. Um, but yeah, that can definitely happen later. Yeah, so she's like a couple years out. They gave her considerable armor and said, go out there and... Go to work? Yeah. <laughs> Start she, your life. She's yep. been doing it for a few years. Alright. Rachel, who are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the deep character lore that you've spent the last three and a half hours working on. Well, this is Jace's character, yep. so it is a guy. Fair. Um, he is old. Okay. And I heard him say something about using two swords. Mm-hmm. He is part of the dragon Miramoto clan, so it's Miramoro, M-I-R-U, M-O-R-O. Kotone, K O T O N E. And he's a Bushi. What was the name again? Um, M I R U M O R O. And then Kotone, or Kotone. I took Spanish. K O T O N E for the first name. Kotone. Kotone, sure. That sounds great. 
Yep. The general rule for pronunciation is consonant vowel or consonant consonant vowel pairs. And there's none of the English where vowels leak over and affect other things. Maybe vowels can have two different sounds at the same time, but it's mm -hmm. it's like the to like Tokyo. Yo, it, it's two different vowel sounds in one vowel. Yeah. He didn't write down what his goals were, so <laughs> that's cool. It's like haikus are actually about... His character's not done? <laughs> oh, he probably knows sounds. Rather than syllables. Because you can have two syllables, two sounds, but you can also have two syllables, four sounds. Ah, whoa. Up to. Hmm. So that's why sometimes translated haikus seem weird, not just even from translation, but it's also mm. because. From what, yeah, what yeah. they're actually talking about, it's like, wait, yeah. why? Okay. Do you have a rough age for Katana? He is seasoned. Hmm. Salt and pepper, indeed. <laughs> yes, he's seasoned beef. Excellent. Um, I'm going to guess he is probably let's forties, fifties. Yeah, let's go forties, fifties. Okay. Got that salt and pepper. Just because I know Jason. <laughs> so we might be contemporaries. In a sense. Maybe, yeah. Maybe the two of you have been traveling together for a while. Who knows? Okay, Maria. Um, my character's name is uh, Kaito Mononoke. Hey, good old Mononoke. Yeah. So that's K I K A I T O T O M O N O K M O N O N O K E. Mononoke. Yep. Good. You are our. Yep, uh, but Phoenix Monk? Yeah. She, her. And age? Um, let's go with 18. Okay. She's baby. Very fresh from <laughs> Gampuku. Probably has had anywhere between two to four years out in the real world before this. Okay. Came out and immediately got a hawk pet. <laughs> Show up to the shrine one day, there's a hawk just like sitting on the shrine. Then it's following you. <laughs> Sits on my shoulder. Nice. Does your hawk pet has a name? Oh, that's a good question. Mm. I would say no. <laughs> okay. Out of respect for the hawk. Mm. <laughs> we can try to talk to it. What page would the adversaries and passions and friends anxieties be on? Friends uh, around, I think one. She is her own person. So, she, her hawk. She hawk. Got it. <laughs> Lady, 
icing a cake and that guy's like watching it yeah. just like hype manning it. <laughs> like, yeah, smooth out that icing. <laughs> He's like aggressively positive. Yeah, but yeah. He, lo- he looks like a scary fucking dude. Yeah, <laughs> I love that video. I need people aggressively being positive towards me. This dude, man is do it. The cake is gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> Good. I ended up going with the Shaman's Curse mm. for my diversity. That's the one where you get exhausted really easily. Ah, mm. okay. Can't really lift things. Yeah. No, didn't Fits down. the character. I'm imagining at this point. On the, other, so yeah. on the other set of pages. There's so many pages. Just... <laughs> Wake up! They'd probably be on those two sets. He has page, like he has numbers written down next to him, mm. which tells me fucking oh. nothing. <laughs> no, because I don't think they're numbered in the book. They're not. Yeah. Can confirm. Mm. Just look. <laughs> Let's see, Kyle, you've got to be at a place by six. How long to get there? Uh, it's at it's at seven, but I would like to leave. Leave here around. by six? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just trying to figure out if we've got half an hour or an hour of run. Yeah, at least an hour. Sounds good. It doesn't it's not gonna take super long to get home, but I wanna get dinner before I'm like group meeting and stuff. So. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You know, we didn't jinx this by saying uh, character creation wouldn't take that long. Well, yeah. I mean, we said it from the onset. Yeah, we we knew it was coming. I was looking at it and going like, yeah, the first couple of steps don't take long. And then I forgot <laughs> that talents and anything of that sort take forever. Because it's never just, oh, choose one. Choose one of all of them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 